1: In that case, I pronounce
3: you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
4: Blog Talk Radio.
1: This is Everything Home, the transformational show about life, laughter. And the pursuit of happiness delivered by good people doing good business and good things. Get ready to be entertained, yet learn some incredible information. This is Everything Home, and this is Michelle Swinnick.
3: It's noon in Merrick, Corruption County, Arizona, and time for your weekly trifecta nooner with Michelle on the Everything Home Dog Radio Show. Where your censorship-free, safe-space, sanctuary, speak-easy, full-paste. Everything's home. Our TGIF live studio audience have their common sense kept back on and are excited for the weekend so they can listen to some of our 336 segments of this live show, delivered by our 143 partners to grow their business, enhance the quality of their lives, and make a difference, especially in their communities. It's Make It Happen May. Join us on this journey. Put on your common sense cap, take out your pen and paper, listen to the long list of shows and make everything in your life better. Today's topics on episode 208, being connected, smart technology, cannabis, hashtags, author in you, and exposing Italy gate with special guest Maria Zach, delivered by our partners at the Everything Home, Socially Conscious for Phone Network and Marketplace. They're good people doing good business and good things. Bill Orancha, our resident mountain man. Live a present, connected, and empowered life. Todd Davis, everything smart technology and digital marketing. Dan Perkins, America's Cannabis Conversation. Tammy Gurlennon, hashtag marketing so you can be found. Jeremy Sutton, write the book of your dreams to change lives. Our special guest from our patriotic soapbox is at 1 p.m. is maria Zach. she's the founder of nations in action she's the one who led the investigation and exposed italy's involvement in the 2020 election fraud she's got scoop for everybody it's new never before heard exclusive exclusive here on the everything home talk radio show so be sure to stick around for the second hour of the show facts truth take action items resources of course some entertainment the phone lines will be open to ask maria any questions and no topic is off the table Please call 646-668-2537, and let's get that conversation going. Visit everythinghomeresourceplatform.com for more information on today's guests, their websites, their shows, and everything you need to grow your business, enhance quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. And boy, do we need it now more than ever. Everybody's got to step up to the plate. And remember, one political action item every single day, because politics, politics has infested every aspect, every arena everything in our lives and it is time that we do something remember everything home one location for all the information the ultimate resource platform bookmark it make it your new home page start your day with everything home resource platform.com where your censorship free safe space think sure best easy for Pedro. <laughs> Breaking news, number one, America, Russian County audit update. The Board of Supervisors, the ones who were being recalled, keep in mind, doesn't have passwords to the voting machines. Only Dominion does. What? <laughs> does that make any sense, people? This means they can't run batch ballots, amongst other things, and batch ballots are a way for the auditors. They could break down the ballots by groups as they count them to compare the county's count. A lot of counting. Counties count. So without them they can only compare final totals. Hmm, think about that. Isn't that no, isn't that convenient? Hmm. Final total. Could be anything. Unbelievable. Number two, they're still looking for more volunteers to apply. Go to the Take Action tab at at everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, and then check out the AZ Audit page. Just click the volunteer graphic. You can watch the live videos of the audit 24 hours a day on nine different cameras. It's kind of boring, but you can watch. I applied last week, but I haven't heard back yet. Womp. Number three, the vaccine update. Remember, it's not a vaccine, but a biological agent with mRNA technology, tracking devices, operating system, and fetal tissue from aborted babies, Yes, dead baby bees, will be in your body. From December 2020 through April 23rd, 3,362 people have died from the quote-unquote vaccine, and this is being reported by the CDC and FDA's website, VAERS, V-A-E-R-S. And they're undercounting because fewer than one percent of vaccine adverse effects are reported by the system that is documented by those same organizations. And other side effects are in the tens of thousands. Just to put things into perspective for everybody, they are fair and balanced on this network. Remember when they actually were fair and balanced? Ha uh-huh. ha. 160 million flu shots are given annually. In uh, 2019, there were 203 deaths. 2018, there were 119 deaths. 217, there were 85 deaths. So remind me, why do you need a shot for uh, something that has a recovery rate? Oh, that Wuhan flu has a recovery rate, 98.98%. And the death rate for the regular flu is higher. hmm All right, we're at 12.06. I'm running late, but I'm going to jam this in here. So if you want the truth about treatments, medications, therapeutic and prophylactic protocol, everything is listed on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Click the COVID facts tab and you'll see all the information to go to all these specific websites that you need. You can even make an appointment for a telemed visit and all of those people's websites are coming on the show just a matter of scheduling and getting them on board so you get to hear from them live. And of course, we'll make sure that you can ask them questions back to where we need to be. Today's topics on episode 208, being connected, smart technology, cannabis, hashtag author in you and exposing Italy gate with special guest Maria Zach. It's May 7th, day 417 of 15 days to slow the spread. Yes, that is correct. Day 417 of 15 days to slow the spread. It's time to pop your dirty mask, people that don't work, the action will make you sick, and are a symbol of control and tyranny. Reclaim your freedoms, go back to normal, take action, and reopen America 100%. Free at last! Free at last! Thanks God Almighty! We are free at last! Oh, very interesting breaking news, huh? Sounds like the obstacles in all of our way are a group of elected elites, permanent political pundits, false authorities, and oh, I don't know, perhaps there's 13 bigs we always talk about. I hope you're starting to see more clearly now. i We're your censorship-free, safe space, saying show-ever, speakeasy for patriots. Now it's time to meet partners in the Everything Home, socially conscious forum network. Today's topic, fun episode 208, being connected, smart technology, cannabis, hashtags, author in you and exposing Italy Gay with our special guest, Maria Zach. First up, uh, Mr. Bill Ranshaw, our resident mountain man, creator of the Connected Being program, helping you transform to living a present, connected, and empowered life of abundance. Audience, big round of applause for my buddy Bill. <laughs> they love your furry beard sir they love your furry they beard. they
2: do i tell you what sweeney thank you so much for pointing that out as well everybody loves it i love it uh, my fiance loves it which is i think the most important probably so you <laughs> the not
3: that matters that's the only person yeah that hey
2: matters, great so. great great intro i love your stats on the on the vaccine i heard um uh, the similar stats uh earlier this week on my uh favorite tv personalities uh news personality show the only person i watched i saw that on his show Uh, That'd be tucker carlson uh, you can say it your boyfriend
3: is tucker carlson (laughs) you have a man crush uh, on tucker is it his hair like when his hair gets i I used to not
2: be able to stand tucker tucker years ago when he had his bow tie i couldn't stand him i could not stand tucker carlson years ago and he has turned into my only source that, that I trust and that I listen to because of all the good stuff and, and, and how he was going on a lot of these these topics and conversations so well, he, years he ago he absolutely anybody wants to tune into him
3: Yes, he has, he's great now, but he had a he had a big trans transformation. I think he went from like billionaire spoiled little rich kid and realized that mm-hmm. he has the ability to um, really make something of himself and and he has he had the potential with the talent. So instead of just uh, mm-hmm. playing on TV and playing a uh, newscaster reporter, I think he decided to actually step up his game. And that only happened he, recently.
2: He does. He, his, his reporting team and his investigation team are by far the best that I've seen in the industry. And they just, I mean, they uncover everything. So yeah. um, I typically do not top politics or sides, uh, but being on the show, I think is a statement in and of itself. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, it's not I mean, sides I mean, anymore,
3: Bill. It's not sides I, well, anymore. I there's no left, there's um, no right. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's common yeah, sense I, versus I evil. all
2: the con- conversations. Well, instead, I know, and, and without stepping on each other, I, I will say the other thing yeah, I'm sorry. excited about is actually, it looks like the tide is turning with Disney. Um, and it is quite possible it will take a lot that they might get my business back in order to watch Mandalorian. So, um, I'm very excited uh, to see maybe a tight switching a lot on these corporate companies uh, uh, with the political correctness. So keeping our fingers crossed on that.
3: The woke capitalists, the woke CEOs. That's right. You're you're a huge May the Fourth <laughs> be with you fan.
2: Yes, yes, exactly. So, listen, we don't have much time. I've got some things I do want to talk about uh, that I kind of—I I always take like maybe like thirty minutes more and before the call. I'm like, what the hell am I going to talk about today? Uh, <laughs> but so I, I'm starting off with a dad joke, which is something that I started, and then I'll and then I'll get into something here real quick. But I want to say, uh, other than Indiana Jones, have you noticed that most all archaeologists are female, and it's because of their innate or their innate ability to dig up the past. <laughs> oh, <laughs> having just alienated uh, and, and offended probably half your audience with that? Joke. <laughs>
3: hey, you've got to remind me you're going to do that and not give me the sound effect. Sorry about that.
2: <laughs> you got to give me the sound effect.
3: But I actually want to tie
2: that into because I want to talk about our past and how that really evolves into our empowerment. Um, and to remind people that I do, I'm an empowerment coach, and I do focus, and it's really spread out more. I'm helping people with behavioral addictions and really overcoming those to really live an empowered life and turn that inside out uh, from a debilitation to really living powerfully. And one thing that I, I, I work with people to help them on is really understanding your identity, where that comes from, and start to question yourself, is your identity holding you back from the success that you're really trying to achieve? And most people, if you ask them how, you know, what our identity is and how it's, how it's formed, most people, without having people here to ask, will say it's, it's a combination or compilation of all my experiences from my past, and that has created my identity. And for the most part, that has served all of us extremely well, but it hasn't catapulted us to success uh, or for a lot of people. And the reason is is we, we, we fall into a piece of our identity as comfort zones and safety zones, fall into maybe a mindset of, you know, I'm an introvert, I'm a nice person, I don't like confrontation, um, I'm, I'm not outgoing. So these are all pieces of our identity, how we label ourselves. You know, take an opportunity to go back and look at your life and see where have you been um, limited and not been able to achieve more because you weren't able to be more assertive Um, uh, 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 understand and work with confrontation in a a form of of conversation as opposed to, you know, like anger and debate in that aspect. And if you can really start to change your identity rather than based on everything in the past that's built up to this point, really define who you are, the change that you want to make in the world, and define your identity by that and live into that. Define your identity by the person you want to be to create the things that you need to want to have happen in the world. And that really helps you uncover and and start to live into the comfort zone and, and learn how to deal with those situations. If you're typically a passive person and a nice person, charming, all those things that I was typically called, and learn how to really be, um, uh, you know, sit in the forefront and take charge of a conversation um, and have confrontation without it getting ugly. So, That's kind of what my little spiel is today, talking to people about really uh, understanding your identity and is it holding you back.
3: Do you think when people label themselves, I mean, it's just natural, right? It's like we, we create fear for no reason. So that's, I mean, we've been conditioned. We learned that, but not, unfortunately, not realizing or no one told us that that was kind of stupid and you shouldn't be doing that we were taught fear is actually mm-hmm. it's almost like go ahead let, put fear in your head because it's all made up in your head and of course then we were mm-hmm. uh conditioned and taught uh to categorize everybody including ourselves in these labels so that mm-hmm. seems to be the problem that we've categorized ourselves and you're saying you know you were thinking of things we were in the past we've labeled ourselves and then we're living what that label is, when that label might be like an old shirt. It's outdated and it doesn't mm-hmm. look cool anymore. And your label actually isn't even who you are now. And everyone maybe even it's sees you exactly. differently, but in your brain you're stuck with your label from like the old shirt, and that's not that's not even how other people see you. So it's only, it's like it's it, a, it becomes it a really becomes a
2: it, it, it is self sabotage, and I lived with that for so many years. And it's a filter that we end up looking at life through. And so life approaches us and shows up for us through that limited filter of limited um, um, uh, identities that we placed on ourselves. That's not to mean you know take hold of the ones that you really feel empowered by. But if you have a limited um, view or filter of how the, the world is approaching you, that's the only way you can deal with those things moving forward. So it's going to be almost impossible to get around some of those obstacles where if you change your identity from, uh, into a different perspective, they can be, become really, um, uh, real easy to deal with and empowering and to something that you don't even worry about that, you, that you've kind of avoided and skirted for this whole time. And one of the ones that I work with, I work with a lot of my clients, is I hear this a lot, is the first one, well, I've been diagnosed with, you know, either ADHD, the the big one is general anxiety disorder, Um, and that's the one that I'm finding is very limiting to people, and If you're working with a doctor and a doctor is quote, limited, you know, diagnosed you with some sort of an identity. Um, And I learned this years ago, when I went to the landmark organization, where I talk about frequently on the show, is um, there was a lady when I went to that organization who grew up and she was labeled as having a learning disability. And the second you hear that, you just debilitate yourself moving forward because every filter, every way you approach life is going to be with that, as well as a generalized anxiety disorder. Uh, you're going to feel something, you feel a little bit of anxiety, and now it just goes tenfold because you feel like this is your disorder taking over. Everybody has anxiety. The second you label it as something, it can become debilitating, rather than opposed to everybody has anxiety, how do we deal with anxiety? And so really getting beyond, as you said, these labels that we have, they're extremely detrimental, but that's the way the medical field is very able to to um, just just move us on to the next client and prescribe us something.
3: And if you ever notice that when people get older, they really identify themselves with whatever their, their ailments are. Right. And there there was either I don't remember Guilty. what movie it was. Yeah, I you know, right? And I don't remember what movie it was or T V show. And somebody had come to the to the woman's house and she had like four or five of the older aunts and uncles there and she goes, All right, let me explain it. That's diverticulitis, that's diabetes, that's health that's a, that's, that's heart that's heart disease. <laughs> that's, a, that's menopause. Yeah, and I then picture that, a bunch so. of guys sitting
5: around a poker
2: table. They're, they're anting <laughs> up and one-upping each other with, their, with their, anxiety, their disorder or their ailment or whatever it is. Um, you know, but I, you're, you're, that's very true, Michelle. That happened to me for years. I grew up as, a, as an asthmatic, and I used that as a crutch, as a fallback. Many times I used it as my advantage to get out of something, but it was so cemented to my advantage. My it was to the point where, like, well, I'll never be active. I'll never be the, this type of, you know, athletic person. Uh, which I, you know, years ago I was able to flip that around. And even within the last four or five years, I've really been able to crush that and just say I'm a person who's who's had asthma and lives with asthma, but it's not a, it's not a piece of my identity. It's just one more thing that I, you know, that I deal with and move on.
3: Yeah, I think that's a great point because that's, a, you you just condition yourself and you're thinking that that's who you are. And it's, it's, It's not necessarily like why? Why start off the sentence that way? You know what I mean? It's like you're starting off on on a negative foot doesn't make any sense. So how about we give Mm -hmm. them everybody like a homework assignment. And I'm thinking something along the lines of take out the pen and paper, you know, how we love the pen and paper we put on our common sense cap and maybe Mm -hmm. something along the lines of we write down all of the labels that we think we are something along those lines. Mm -hmm. And then we realize, uh, most of them are probably negative, and then uh, right next to it, the opposite, so the positive. So, um, right. give me another minute or two, but taking that something simple and now put it into the more empowerment coach language or advice, but go go in that direction. I want to keep it simple.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, it's funny you say that because in my program, uh, even the term homework has a negative connotation to it going back to our you know, days school. Yeah. And you know, homework or exercises or thing like that. I have it in my program, whether it's wordsmithing or not. But it's for me, it's an empowering statement that I came up with. I call them connection experiences, and that's what we work on in my program. Uh, and, and you know, doing these experiences and these different things to help you feel much more connected to yourself, to other people, to the earth, uh, and the universe around you. All right,
3: A connection experiences instead of homework. Um, (laughs) 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 try that hat on (laughs) yeah whoa okay well I'm uh, yeah but you like that you like let's 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 think opposite let's do George Costanza when he does opposite day so everything's going to be just the opposite of what you what you think you are for the whole weekend and then everybody just you Mm -hmm. know first write it down and then use those words instead and even if you start laughing yourself that's, that's even better and then, then just do that and see what happens
2: <laughs> I, I have to tell you that that brings memories of my year my early years when we would go to las vegas
3: because las vegas
2: <laughs> is a playground to pretend that you're somebody else and oh, i used totally. to do this with my friends we would go there with probably six or seven guys and we lived the whole weekend without even getting a room and we live on red bulls you know catching cat naps in keynote rooms and What we would do is we would all go and we would pick a a Kevin Bacon character name from the movie. And I was always Ren McCormick. And so we would meet and introduce ourselves as women, and I would introduce myself as Ren McCormick. And inevitably, it was like, have we met before? It sounds familiar. I feel like we've met before. And, you know, he always has common names like John or whatever it might be. But that was a little game again of, of being somebody else for a weekend. We did that every time we went to Vegas
3: oh so funny and everyone was young and people are stupid so they just fell forward they didn't care they're like whatever i don't and they don't care what your name is because it's not like they're gonna never talk to you again you know what i mean Like doesn't matter
2: exactly oh my god i think we probably had many of those moments together when when, uh when we shared the town together out there in phoenix
3: oh yeah (laughs) we did god to be 20 something just for a little bit to play like that and then jump back to reality but still
2: yeah. Absolutely.
3: Anyway. Well, anyway. hey, I, I'm, I'm looking
2: the... at the clock. I don't want to. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to no, kick myself go. off, but I, you know, be mindful of everybody else.
3: No, no, no. You're good. I just wanted to get a little extra in there since I kind of stole it from your mo- the beginning, and then uh, I came, came up with a little George Costanza game for everybody. So, well, Bill, plug your website. I love it. Website. We'll tag it with a punch every time. <laughs> yeah. Give your website and anything else you want to plug real quick.
2: Uh, just uh, BillWilderment.org. Or search me, YouTube, um, uh, I'm big on. So search my name, Bill Ranshaw, R-A-N-S-H-A-W, or The Connected Being. That's in a few different places you might for other people. So just my name or BillWilderman.org.
3: Awesome. Thank you, Bill. Have a great weekend, and uh, talk to you next month.
2: All right. I'm looking forward to hearing all the extra guests. I appreciate it. Thanks, Michelle.
3: Hey, you're welcome. Thanks, my friend. (laughs) Bye. Alrighty. I went along with Bill. I get carried away with him and I go back to like 25, 25 years probably. Oh my goodness. 30, 25, somewhere in the ballpark. Um, but it is Friday. So it's a little bit looser on the show today, a little bit looser. But uh, let's see, 1223. My next guest is Dan Perkins. He's coming at 1227. I'm going to make sure we bring him on right, right away. Uh, I got a message from Todd Davis that he was uh, having some issues, so he couldn't make it, but we'll get him rescheduled. Not a big deal. And I just want to uh, reach out to everybody, say thank you for all the listening uh, downloads, to the thank God for all the listen. All thank you for all. I'm a little tongue-tied today, guys, and I'm not quite sure why. Um, thank you for all the live listeners. We've had some incredible, incredible numbers. So continue to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Again, we're getting censored on Apple, which I'm not surprised. Think, but at least they're listing the shows. They are a little delayed by the time they get up there, but at least they're listing them, but they're not letting us really be found to try the other platforms and um, or even that one. But at least you have to subscribe, though. You have to subscribe. Otherwise, it's going to be difficult to find and uh, comment, like, and share our posts follow us on all the social media platforms. Don't forget the rumble. It's where I'm uploading all the videos. And speaking of rumble, I got this notification yesterday that I won a battle of the videos contest that I didn't even enter. So all of a sudden I get this email, says something about $50. I'm like, you know, you always think it's like one of those scam ones from uh, somewhere and in uh, some knight or king or something or other, or a Saudi Arabia prince has money for me. And, some special bank account but he needs my wiring instructions in order to get it and um i said like, what is this so i clicked it as uh, i won some battle of the videos contest that i didn't know and they gave me 50 bucks so thank you rumble rumble so you definitely make sure you subscribe there of course join our newsletter and um, that way you can get around the censorship because it's just a matter of time before these platforms tell me to go pound Sam. But thank God there's new ones coming like Frank speech. And also um, who else is, we're going to be on Clout Hub, which is one of our platinum partners. We're going to be on them shortly. I've got to get more active on Gab so we can get rid of the other ones. Don't forget uh, to make sure you download your Facebook content. You can do that. So you have it in case your uh, number comes up and it's time for you to go bye-bye on Facebook and they tell you no more. We don't like you and we don't want you to share the truth or information So be prepared for when that day comes. It's not a matter of if it's just a matter of when. So just make sure you are covered and you can download your own content. And a lot of these other platforms, you can merge it and upload it into these other new platforms so that way you have, boom, you are right back on track and then slowly transition your audience over to these other platforms or find new friends. Uh, because they're there, their friends are friends are everywhere. How many billions of people live on this planet? On um, the information to do all that, the rate review, the comment to, uh, and all of our links and all that on the home page. Everything com. Two big graphics: one rate and review, one is all the links, and of course you can listen to any of the episodes. Uh, On the homepage there, there's a a player, a player plus the live links, big banners, everything, everything. This is like a Fisher price website for a reason. Wants to be very visual, very easy to navigate through that way you can find everything and you can get in touch with all of these partners, this incredible content. Um, what else am I wanted to plug real quick before again? Wow, I got like 20 seconds. Oh, our, I wanted to talk about our real quick. I want to mention all of our platinum partners. So we've got, uh, Women's Leadership Live. I highly encourage you to follow them on LinkedIn. Debbie Saviano, they're our marketing partners, our media partners, Jeff Brain over at Clout Hub and the Global Enlightenment Radio Network. Thank you, Big D. Take Action Partners are America Restored. Raj Dorsami over at Defend Our Union. Uh, those are the main ones right now. We're adding more all the time. So let's bring on my next guest. Mr. Dan Perkins is an author, commentator, speaker, TV personality, veteran, and host of America's Cannabis Conversation on W420 Radio Network. Audience, big round of applause for our special guest, Dan Perkins. How are you today, Dan?
6: I am absolutely thrilled to be with you again, and I've got some very exciting news to break on your show, the first one in the country.
3: Oh, awesome. And, and then I want to make sure we do get into the cannabis. That's your big show now. And, of course, that we want to make sure people are, have resources to heal. So what's the breaking news? What do you right. got?
6: Daryl and I from Global Enlightenment Network are starting a new show that will premiere next Wednesday called – Oh, we we started um, we, we've been working together for a number of years and we both <clears throat> looked at what was going on and we looked at the racism, the lack of freedom of expression, freedom of speech that was being pushed on us by the left. So we decided to create a show where we're going to talk about the issues, black or white, in a civil and in a respectful way, even though we may disagree, we've decided that so many people, millions of people, have said all over this country. I don't think like I don't think anybody's listening to what I'm saying, and I'm afraid to really push it because I don't know what the left is going to do.
4: Mm-hmm. So
6: <clears throat> we we are going to um, premiere on Wednesday at 12:30 on BlackandWhite.us. Uh, that's Eastern Time, and we have a, a brand another exciting announcement, which is unbelievable. Uh, we have been in discussions with Sanyu TV, and they are taking the show from the premiere episode on their 2A channel. This is digital television globally, and the show will air in 10 million households from the first show.
3: Oh, that's amazing. Amazing, mm-hmm. amazing. And the now idea is... that
6: we're, we're we we're going to we're starting off with a half hour show, and um, and we're going to deal with two segments. The first segment next week will deal with the with the racial attack against Tim Scott, and his speech after the president's, and then the second one is going to to deal with why minorities are reluctant to get the COVID-19 vaccine. And <clears throat> there's a lot of going on. The, 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 I, th- I spoke to Darrell this morning and I said, be prepared for this question. Why is it that black people vote so much for Democrats when they were responsible for continuing slavery, Jim Crow? He says, I have to think about that. So what we're trying to do is we're trying to address issues that are on the table. That need to be talked about, and we're getting rid of the idea of you're a racist, you're a homophobe, you're a bigot, or whatever. Those descriptors will not be allowed on the show. That is not respectful. Not respecting. I I said to Daryl this morning there was a, a commentary written by a reporter from the Washington Post who critiqued Tim Scott's presentation after Joe Biden said he was wonderful. Except there's two problems: he's black, and he's a conservative. That's how that reporter from the Washington Post saw Tim Scott. He didn't have credibility because he was black and because he was a conservative. That's not acceptable to us. Just because a person is black or yellow or brown is irrelevant to what they're thinking and what they believe. And so we're tired of it, we've had enough of it, and we're going to do something about it. And that's why we're bringing to the airways black and white.
3: I think that is a great show concept and idea, and it's so necessary because, you know, they've hijacked the word racism because it, they, the, the left, the regressive left, you know, this radical left, and that includes all of mm-hmm. the media, they now say everything's racism. Like, you could say that I don't like that green shirt. Well, you're a racist. You know, that has nothing to do yeah. with racism, and it's just a way to create division, and it's a way for them to, to have something to discuss about. It's like the invisible enemy. And that's what they need. They can only win on invisible enemies and creating division and creating people not liking each other or disagreeing because they can't stand on their principles. They can't stand on right. – their their politics because they're so bad that they have to distract right. everyone and create fake hate. And it's, it's not, it's not real. I mean, that's just their narrative because when you have a bunch of hot air and crap coming out of your mouth, you kind of disguise it with something else and then you point the finger at somebody at the other person and uh, you're actually projecting onto them what your issues are, because if you really want to talk about it and, and you want to analyze you know, what's really racist and racism, it comes from the other side. It comes yeah. from the same people like that guy. He said, well, yeah, everything he said was awesome, except he's black and conservative. That's, that's actually racist. Okay. That's really, yeah, some, that, if exactly. you want to talk racism, that's the definition of racism, but to them yeah. that it's not. So that's what I'm saying. They, they've just, I mean, they literally, they've hijacked the word, they've hijacked the, the the ideology behind it and they're just pushing it out there every day and then they're now they're teaching it in schools with this critical race theory and and just brainwashing and propaganda and lies i mean literally this is what the nazis did people this is exactly where do you think the big lie came from the term the big lie that, that they're talking about the election front uh that's the nazis term and the you know there, the and the rest of this is just literally propaganda that the ccp uses and then that's where the, the marxism is that's fascism and that's oh i don't know communism which we're very close to becoming because we're no longer a free country just based on the things that have happened in the past oh i don't know year year yeah. and a half so it's it's time to have that discussion and i'm glad that you guys have the platform to do that because you need his network to do that and and uh more power to sino tv for actually doing that also that is awesome for them to bring that on All right
6: i think the thing that set me off was when uh, after the speech by Tim Scott, Facebook allowed a dialogue calling and using and repeating and repeating, and repeating the slur Uncle Tim, which is yeah. a, 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 a referral to Uncle Tom, which is a, a derogatory state. They, they let it around for 11 hours before they did anything about it. Which, but following that, you had Democrats calling him an Oreo and other racial slurs and nobody first of all nobody in the black leadership in this country stood up and called out the media of course not. for doing that
3: Mm-mm. and
6: the president Cause they don't. you know and, and the president is talking about the jim crow laws and he now the know that is. laws. yeah <laughs> he doesn't he doesn't
3: even know he, that he means.
6: doesn't he doesn't remember although he was probably alive at the time that we were established but the, the jim crow laws we're established by the democratic party not the republicans yeah. so so, so it's slavery. we're, we're going try yeah. yes, so we're <laughs> we're trying we're going to try so and the create KKK. a place <laughs> and and there'll be a chat room for for us to talk to and you'll be able to send an email but we're really excited about it we had a long conversation this morning pre-production meeting and um we're we're really looking forward to trying to be a voice for people who want reasonable, and and polite, and respectful discussions of an issue, even though we may not agree, that's fine. But we're going to do it in a way which which we think America would like us like the country to get back to. So we're excited about it, and I thank you for the time uh, to talk about that. To go to cannabis, this is it's it's just amazing. We started our show in October of 2019 with six listeners uh, on our first podcast. We're now on four networks. We had the largest audience we ever had in the first quarter, and on one of our networks in April, March and April, we added almost 50,000 new listeners a month on one network. Uh, We're going to go to T V sometime in the fall, uh, which will take us between... 10 and 12 million households that will be able to hear the show and watch the show on TV. Uh the re, uh in the month of April just finished um the top 20 shows where we had the most listeners all occurred in the month of April. It just it, it's it's that exploded. <laughs> Isn't
3: that and their and thing? I think it's it's <laughs> Like April 4th or April 20th. That's their that's their uh, like their Christmas, their uh, their New Year celebration, 420. 420,
6: 420. Yes. 4, that's why our network is called 420 Radio Network. But my point is, is that with all the things that are going on in Washington, and this more and more states beginning to, to determinalize decriminalize and, and and offer both recreational and medical marijuana, you're in a situation where there's more and more interest. In the product and in what's going on. And we have probably the best, and I'm, being, I'm not being facetious, I believe it because I listen, we probably have the highest production value and greatest content of any show on, uh, that you can listen to on cannabis. And that's why our audience is, is growing by leaps and bounds.
3: So People so want to know. Do you want to give some information on some of the products and maybe like even a testimonial or an, an example of how, how it, it affected somebody's life for change, for relief, pain, or something along those lines so our listeners can kind of have a, uh, a picture in their head of something that they might have never thought about trying before but may be interested in exploring?
4: Well,
6: before you go anywhere, we, we, we believe that the, the consumption of cannabis products should be under the supervision initially of a doctor, especially since a significant percentage of people who are using cannabis in various different forms to deal with pain. Uh, It is the largest single segment of why people are purchasing cannabis, and especially the elderly, because they have reached the point that the the pharmaceutical drugs are no longer working, they have tremendous side effects, and they're expensive, Mm Been, they've been turning in huge numbers uh, to cannabis. But when you're dealing with a particular medical issue, it's important not that the, the bud tenders in the, in the dispensary aren't knowledgeable. They're not medical professionals. Uh, we have, a, And you can go to um, w420radionetwork.com, which is the website for the show, and go to the archives section. And I want you to go there because... The best answer to your question is there are a number of shows, probably at least a dozen shows, where our cannabis doctor on call, Dr. Jordan Tischler out of Boston, talks about various kinds of cannabis treating various kinds of ailments. So he's a tremendous source that you can learn and listen about what's going on and how to deal with whether it's anxiety or depression or or arthritis pain, cancer treatment pain. Uh, it's, he's a wonderful, wonderful doctor. Very caring and very generous of his time. So, America's Cannabis Conversation or W four twenty Radio Network. Go to the archive sections and look for Doctor Jordan Tischler, and he will talk to you about what to do and how to do it. And 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 he's uh, he's just been phenomenal. And he was we we realized and we know, for example, that according to the CDC. One in four Americans now admits to having significant depression or anxiety, and it's because of what has happened with this pandemic. And he says he is inundated with people who are looking for ways to deal with uh, the anxiety and the depression, and there are several cannabis products that he recommends after he's talked to the people. So there, there are things out there that can help us. Uh, do there's a I did a wonderful interview. In fact, she, she's on this Saturday. Um, she is a is a doctor at the University of Houston, and, and it it seems unbelievable to say this. You know we have an opioid problem in the United States with oh, ethanol yeah. and all these drugs coming in. She's actually begin, going to begin clinical trials for a vaccine that will make you immune against fentanyl and other opioids
3: means you just don't have the craving to take it after you've taken it the first time to want to take it again
6: right you you you, not only do you lose the craving the, the vaccine creates an antibody in your in your system that will reject the narcotic level and the narcotic impact of taking fentanyl or and other narcotics so it's and I said to her when I interviewed her, how soon do you think we might have it? She said, I think it could be out in three years. But can you imagine that we could create a vaccine to treat drug addiction and stop, and, and and take people off and, and they don't have to deal with uh, the substitutes? It just if it's basically well, your body will reject the fentanyl and other narcotics, and they they believe they can do it for cocaine and and other other drugs. Um, So they're excited about it. I'm I'm going to follow her over the next two to three years to see how she's doing with her research. But uh, that's amazing. I've got a doctor at at, um, Dana-Farber in in Boston, at Harvard, who's doing research on cannabis to treat pancreatic cancer, a a deadly,
2: deadly, devastating cancer. That's really bad. And
6: he's really, really pleased. Um, And he's on, you can listen to him so we do have a, a, a good spice of doctors, but we also have operators and growers and packagers and government people and lobbyists. We have a, a, a great combination, and and I think people are people are starving for information like they are on a lot of things. And we have uh, uh, we have eighty some interviews uh, on our website uh, of of people in all kinds of Work in cannabis, trying to help educate the American consumer about this potentially amazing opportunity.
3: Well, and it's important that people get it from more of a medical aspect as opposed to you know the the what they think in their head is cannabis. You know, like a bunch of bunch of kids or you know like a drug dealer. You know, the the, the impression uh, of what people might have in their head. Things have come a long way since, you know, back when, I, when we were all young and that's just how the distribution channels were and it was, a, you know, a little bag of pot. It's very, very different now, much more advanced. So people just need to have an open mind, but at least there's resources like yours where they can get the information and, and kind of make some decisions on their own, something alternative, especially right. for pain Absolutely. or even anxiety and, and uh, we we're talking about depression and things like that. So um, give the website yes. one more time, Bill, and, or, and uh, I'm sorry, Dan, and then I've got to, uh, I've got a bump.
6: The website is American Cannabis Conversation or W420 Radio Network, and the new show is blackandwhite.us.
3: And then once you guys hear, so we'll, we'll have you and Daryl on the show, and we'll do a special segment to pro- promote it. That'll be awesome. I'll we'll have you come on my Patriotic Soapbox segment, and we'll, we'll, uh, we'll cause well, a little would trouble. Like That'll be awesome. Thank you for All your right. time. You're awesome, Dan Perkins. Thank you so much, and um, I'll get together with you and Daryl, and we'll put that together. Good luck next week. Good luck. Good thank luck you. with the launch. Thank you. You're welcome. Yes. Th- thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, how exciting! I'm so glad that those guys are that are doing that. I think it's very, very necessary. And Daryl's the one that is the owner of the Global Enlightenment Radio Network, who is uh, one of our platinum partners. And there's going to be expansion there also. So we are at 1245. I've got a few minutes. Oh, this is important. This is importante. Last week, the Truth Over Fear, COVID-19 and the Great Reset Online Summit. Patrick Coffin was here. We did a special segment with him during the Patriotic Soapbox. They were having their conference, which had you know, all of those frontline doctors and scientists, the big names that you know, like Judy Mikovits, Archbishop Carla Maria, uh, Vigano, Robert F. Kennedy, Dr. Zeb Delenko, Dr. Matt Pam Popper, and a whole bunch of other people. They were in the middle. Uh, they were doing April 30th through May 2nd. Within about three hours into it, they had about 50,000 people that were tuned into the live stream. The hosting platform shut them down. Shut them down. Just pulled the plug. You want to talk about censorship? And it's not like they didn't know who was the, the topic. They didn't. They, it was like a hidden event where all of a sudden they said they were going to talk about uh, everybody holding hands and singing Kumbaya And Then all of a sudden they're like, ha ha, look who we're really talking about. No, no, this <laughs> was the whole event. Oh, and they had done a previous one last fall. And obviously there was no problem. So just to give you another example of the censorship has now been taken to the next level where you're, you're talking, uh, oh, I don't know. As I mentioned before, you're talking communism, you're talking fascism, the Marxism. I mean, this, this, this is where we are, everybody. This is where we are. And it's only getting worse again. They're all in collusion with each other. So they have rescheduled it. It started today. It started today, so it's today, May 7th, 8th, and 9th. There, uh, everybody's back on schedule. There's, there some of the uh, interviews are recorded. Then there's the live portions, all of that information. I encourage you to all get it. They're free tickets. They're free. So you can, get, you can watch the interviews today and tomorrow for free. Get as many as you can in there if you go to our virtual events page. And that's underneath the Take Action tab. Go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Go to the take action tab the virtual events page you will see the graphic there click on that that'll get you over to their website to register for the free tickets it's all day today and you can watch them 24 hours a day so they're they're, they're on demand some of them and then at least get in to get the truth about the COVID 19 the fake vaccines from these are the people that you need to about it, especially the ones have they have been kicked off or censored before that they're telling the truth <laughs> those are the ones you want to tune into and most of these people have been silenced at some point or uh, they're kicked off of some sort of uh one of the one of the, the uh the colluding 11 big or 13 i added some the, the 13 bigs you know that uh big tech big media the bad bad people the ones that lie to you lie to you so keep in mind if you want the truth we're at 1248. Oh, I better bring on Mr. Jeremy Sutton. But if you want the truth, you want to go uh, you got to turn off the television, right? Bad stuff is on TV. It's all lies, propaganda, and it's getting worse. And then um, you don't want to get your social, you don't want to get your news from social media either. That's just this band. If you go to the take action tab on our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, look for patriotic media. They're all there. Just click on their uh, the graphics for each for them. You can buzz through the headlines, 10, 15, 20 minutes. Get in, get out, get what you need to know, and then move on. All right, I'm going to bring on my next guest. My next guest is Jeremy Sutton. He is the CEO of Book Boss. Book boss, like big boss, like the boss who's in charge. Book Boss Publishing helping you write the book of your dreams because it's time you accept your authority and begin to change lives audience big round of applause <laughs> mr. Sutton how are you today
5: I'm great Michelle I'm just upset because you said I can't get my news on Facebook anymore so I got to find a new source <laughs>
3: Yeah, but see, you're a guy who's been wearing their common sense cap for some time, so I have a feeling that you get it from other places.
5: Yeah, I a few other places.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think so. I'm going to give you a lot more credit than that. But yeah, that's just a, you know, and you're all about freedom of speech. You're encouraging people to uh, write their books and share their stories and, you know, that they look what's going on now. You can't say that. You can't say the truth. You can't say certain words. You, uh, like... Literally, it's like, it's like the, yeah, Nazis, know. The, the minister of truth has is, is, is come along, you know, the minister of facts, and he's not a good guy.
5: I know. Can, can we even say capitalism anymore? I mean, I don't know if that's an okay thing, but we might no, it's, be a Wait, I, mean, I, I think I hear Biden shutting us down.
3: <laughs> exactly. The woke corporations don't even use the word capitalism anymore because technically if you're sleeping with the state, right, which is what they are doing – and it's not really capitalism more. I believe that definition, uh, and I have it here because I I printed it out. I believe that is more, uh, like I'm saying, that's more of the fascism, Marxism, uh, where the state, or even the communism, where the state and the corporation. Uh, oh, no, it's more the fascism because the corporate fascism is the converging of the government and the corporations. So they don't care about capitalism because it's beneath them, right? That's for us little people. Yeah. We don't need that. And when you're big... Yeah. And you have the uh, people that make a decision behind you and you literally have a monopoly you don't need capitalism anymore because you don't need for the that's for that's for the peons it's for us we, yeah. it's for the we and the it, people we for we the people not right. for the big right. the big woke CEOs so yeah <laughs> yeah
5: that, that's why I'm so um, enthusiastic about helping people right because Look, we in in another month or years or whatever, we don't know, they're going to shut down everything that we don't control or own. And so if you own your book rights and you write your story, then, you know, they can't shut that down, you know. And so <laughs> that's why I'm such a big proponent of, of having your website, having your, your podcast, having your book, because, you know, we need to be able to still hear from the people and not just the people that control everything.
3: So have you found that there? Well, we, we already know that Amazon – bans certain authors, but are they doing it on a bigger scale where even if it's a new one that they're not even allowing people to, to sell their books through there as opposed to um, before when maybe they had them publish it and then they're like, ah, now we'll, we'll, we'll ruin it for them because they, but now they're just shutting you down before you even get a chance to get approved to go on the platform.
5: Yeah, no, I really haven't run across that yet, Michelle. You know, I'm mostly yes, my, okay. my clients are business owners, healthcare providers, and so we're, we're talking about things that are helpful to people, um, which a lot of things are helpful to people that they shut down. But I, I haven't really seen that with my clients yet, and, and hopefully I won't for – hopefully forever, but <laughs> possibly it, it, it may be around the corner. Who knows?
3: Yeah, well, it just depends on what the agenda uh, expands to. You know, it doesn't have to necessarily be topics. It's just – People that they don't like, yeah. which is the problem. That pro- that's the that's the problem. That's a whole that's a whole other show. So let's um let's talk about uh, maybe what are the first steps when you know you want to write a book? Everyone's told you you should. Everything you hear is to write the book. What does somebody do? Yeah,
5: yeah. Re- really, I mean, one huge thing is to find somebody that knows what they're doing and, and get them to help you. But if, if you're not ready for that step yet, then really the best thing is just sitting down and knowing what your topic is going to be because, you know, so I'm, I'm a trained physical therapist, so I could write about anything on the body. So, but I don't want to do that. I want to narrow it down to say neck pain or back pain or whatever, or in my case now self-publishing, you know, get your topic down and then get your audience and, and I always tell people to write to one person. So name that person. We're going to write to Michelle who's about freedom of speech and she has a radio show and she's passionate. That's who our target's going to be. And, and guess what, Michelle, there's uh, millions of people out there, maybe not just like you, but like you, that that, that book's going to, you know, pertain to. And so once we get our, our topic and our audience and we just dump everything out and then we start to outline our book and give, us our, give ourselves a timeline, a deadline, and you start writing. And it's really – I know it's not that
3: simple, but it really is that simple. And it, but, you know, books, books are usually pretty thick. And we've talked about this before. When I see a thick book, I go, ooh, I'm not going to touch that one. I might buy it because it's pretty, (laughs) but it's not going to get open. Okay. So uh, what do you think about giving people some advice or incentive about making, doing something at least to get started? Like even if it's a short ebook, so at least they can get in the process and then get something out and then maybe go to the next step where it's a, you know, a bigger, yeah, you know, more, more chapters, something more intense, but at least this starts the juices flowing and it gets them in that author mode so they can maybe knock it out in a couple of weeks or maybe even a weekend, depending on what, what how much time they have to put into it.
5: Yeah, absolutely. You know, really, I don't want to read a long book even, Michelle. I, I like the, you know, yeah, 140, hearing. maybe 200 pages at the very most. Um And so you know, Kindle, which is uh, – or KDP, which is Amazon's uh, self-publishing platform, just introduced I think, a thing about a month ago. That's, it's a novella, and it's it's short stories, getting people inc- – encouraging people to write shorter forms of books and things like that. And so really you don't have to have a 200-page book. You can start out with – my first book was like 30 pages, and then my second book was 70 pages. So you you don't – this this false idea – that you have to write a 150 to 300 page book is is silly. You know, there's people out there making six and seven figures every year off of a book because they built a coaching business or whatever it is around it. And the book's 50 pages, you know, it's just, it's what's contained in the book. My my wife tells me that her English teachers say, make a story. uh, It's like a skirt. It has to be long enough to cover everything. and short enough to hold everybody's attention. So books are like that too.
3: I mean, that's, that's a that's great advice. It's a good reminder, you know, because it was, I think for so many years when people well heard the word author, you know, they thought big publishing company and it takes years, and I, you know, I need an agent because that's what you saw on TV, right? And that's what like people yeah. who were best-selling authors because they had the big book signings. Everything's changed, and and, it, and everybody can write a book, but you just need you need the the information and the guidance, and work with somebody like Jeremy because what if they have. They've been working on a book but it's taken them you know six months or a year and they're not really they've not really gotten very far <laughs> so you know yeah. there's a system to this right isn't there kind of a system in place there's kind of a, a beginning middle and end on how it needs to be done the, yeah. and, and the players in the game and the best way to go about it like you know the difference between the ebook versus the hard cover versus the distribution channels especially when you're self-publishing so Again, like we talk about on this network, and you know, this is for the audience. Just a reminder: we don't need to reinvent the wheel, people. All of this has been done before, but you just need the right partners. You need uh, and the trustworthy ones who are going to get you from point A to point B, so you don't have to bang your head against the wall and then waste time and waste money not necessary anymore no more excuses was March take action April we are now make it happen May so how about make it happen into a book for May I think that is great a great incentive for people Um, anything else you want to plug Jeremy anything else you want to plug
5: yeah so absolutely I have May 24th my podcast is launching the daily self-publishing podcast it'll be on iTunes and and everywhere else it'll be a YouTube channel but I've I've already interviewed 40 uh, self-published authors all over the world that didn't spend, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars and didn't take five to 10 years to write their books and they have hundred percent control and they've built businesses around it. So that'll be launching May 24th, the daily self-publishing podcast. And uh, in that will be a link to my course, Book Boss University. It's absolutely free. I've sold it for $1,500, but I'm giving it away for free now so I can reach so many more people and help them write their books.
3: Wow, that's amazing. Do me a favor and send me the link to the show. I'm sure you have it already structured. So send it to me so I can add it to our must listen to page so that way people can tune in. And I'm going to push people in that direction too, because if you can make it easy for people to write this book, even if it's an ebook, people, 30 pages, something simple uh remember the tension span for for most humans is eight to nine seconds so we uh yeah, you don't want to give them too much you don't have to just get them hooked you're know, right. like a fish give them, give them that give them that nice lure so then all of a sudden you reel them in and then they like the content right. and of course you can change the lives and help people um yeah that'd be awesome and then what's the website for them to get that uh, the download you're talking about
5: yeah bookbosspublishing.com
3: perfect and you can download that free information course that he sells for ten million dollars, and he's giving that away for, free right.
4: <laughs> for our audience.
3: Right. So we can you don't have to that's spend the millions. You can get you can get where you need to be for free, people for free. Ah, oh, Jeremy. Well, congratulations on the podcast. I think that's awesome. Um, again, make sure you send it to me. We're going to support you as much as we can. And jump on for next month and uh, have a great great weekend.
5: Yeah, you too, Michelle. Uh, thank you. Always a pleasure.
3: Oh, yeah. You're, you're you're one of my faves, Jeremy. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Uh, thank you. All righty. So uh, book time. Everybody's got to think about writing that book. You can make it easy. e something simple, something simple. Take away the inhibitions, right? That's what we're doing here. We're breaking down the barriers. We're breaking down the walls. Those are those barriers to entry to all of these things to help you grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, and make a difference, especially in your communities. No more excuses, guys. No more excuses. It is time to make it happen. And all that information is on the website, everything, homeresourceplatform.com. You name it, everything that you can imagine. I mean, obviously, we have our shows. We are 143 partners. We have 336 segments of this live show, which is on Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays, 12 p.m. Pacific time. So you've got all of that information there. You've got 130 one-on-one podcast episodes. There's blogs in there. And then of course, all of the different partners that are coming on the show that have been on the show that, um, or even some of them that won't be on the show, but I just like what they do or who they are or what their show is, um, for their group, their organization, all different categories, everything is on here. And like I said, it goes of a special Arizona section under the take action tab and, um, Oh, there's the, the, you know, the treatments for the coronavirus. You get the facts, the truth. I mean, take action items, something uh, as simple as signing a petition or running for precinct committee man. You know how I feel about that. I'm a precinct committee man. Thought my meeting was yesterday. It's actually next Thursday. So we'll have some updates there. Very important. You know, uh, America, corruption county and anarchy, Arizona. But I mean, business resources, Debbie Saviano's group, you know, Women's Leadership Live. There's a whole bunch of other ones. Um, that are listed on there too. So it literally has everything, even nonprofit organizations, everybody's trustworthy. Everybody is a good person doing good business and good things. And uh, literally a lot of them have a ton of free information. If you follow them, even on social media, uh, they provide with incredible content. So let me see if there's anything else real quick before I bring in Miss Maria Zach, let me make sure there's nothing else that I wanted to go over. Um, okay, most important, so just a, just a reminder, if you go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, look at the Partners and Patriots tab, obviously the COVID tab, remember the COVID facts, because you, if you need the treatments, you want some information, you want facts, uh, and then the Take Action tab. Those are the main ones, and of course, Reopen America Resource Center, because trying to get this place open that has even more resources, but those are the t- main tabs, unless you want to listen to the past episodes, there's an episodes tab, so you can go specific. But all of the pages that are in the website connect together so that way uh, you'll get you'll get looped around You're looped around keeping Fisher price website so it's very visual I'm trying to I'm try to make it easy to use alright so let's do this, this is going to be exciting. My next guest is Ms. Maria Zach she's the founder of nations in action. She's the one who led the investigation and exposed Italy's involvement in the 2020 election fraud, Italy Now If you remember, uh, there was an audio tape or an audio segment that was going around the Internet. This is I don't remember if it was November, December. She'll tell specifically. And that's kind of what started everybody finding out like, what's going what on in Italy? What's going on? And they were, they were trying to arrange a plane. There was people that were going to get stuck over there, like the whistleblowers and this huge investigation. It has to do with the government and the satellites and, oh, yeah, and then like $400 million or bribes and all kinds of just crazy stuff. Crazy, crazy stuff. And all of it, it's, it's all true. It's all true. There's much more that's come out. So let me do this. Um, I want to give the phone number because we're going to open the phone lines up uh, after she kind of gives her brief intro uh, to bring you up to speed. If you want to call in with questions for Maria, the phone number is 646-668-2537. That's 646-668-2537. And now we're going to get some scoop from the woman of the hour, Maria Zach. Round of applause, audience. I once met a girl named Maria, Maria. (laughs) Well,
0: thank you so much for having me. What a pleasure.
3: Oh, you are very welcome. And it is an honor to have someone like yourself on the platform joining me in my patriotic soapbox. So thank you. And I just wanted to give the audience just a little brief story on how we met. We were both at the Tulsa, Oklahoma event, and we were having dinner on Thursday night at Clay Clark's office, and we were standing in line before the buffet, and, you know, she was talking to everybody, blah, blah, blah. So uh, I don't know if I started talking to you. I probably did because I'll talk to anybody in an elevator. So <laughs> I probably said something or you said something to me, and then you mentioned, you said your name, and, I, and uh, I wish I had a picture of the look on my face because my head kind of went... <laughs> Maria Zach like Italy. And Maria Zach, <laughs> you go. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like no, no, the Maria Zach like Italy, like like full on Italy, like uh, you know the tape and the, the the government and you went. Yeah, I said, all right, you're coming on the show. You're, it, it, uh, this, this is it. You're, you you have you have. I'm going I'm will fly to Florida and I will come get you if you <laughs> do not do this. So that is that is that mm. is how we met, everybody. That is how we met. What do you want to share yes, first? Yes, we
0: got our picture, actually, oh. together with our names <laughs> up on the board, which is one of my favorite pictures of the course of this whole whole mess. If ever I write a book, that picture's got to go in, in the book, for sure.
3: And, and I'll I'll ride coattails on that all day long, because it is actually – I looked at it last <laughs> night, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm going to put that on, the, uh, uh, on social media, because it is a good one. Once we – when I re-release the show, when it's recorded – so, uh, yeah, it's actually good. I should send you the one that I have because he looked really good in it. Like, I look okay. He looked really good in it. So I'm going to send that to you today to make sure you have it. Well,
0: thank you. Thank you. Well, you're it's welcome. uh It was pretty cool to, to meet you in person. And that was the reaction that I had in Tulsa. So many people go, you're that Maria. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, my, my, my crew out of Georgia who were with me, they go, you need a t-shirt that says you're that Maria. (laughs) 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 So uh, apparently a lot of people heard that video. It was leaked, um, the audio of a team meeting of Nations in Action, and we have volunteers from all around the country, and we pray together, and we work hard to save our country, and that's who we are. We're good Americans who just love our country. It's a non-partisan organization. There's a C3 and a C4, and prior to the election, We were, um, you know, for years busy doing election integrity, outing the little corruption in Florida with uh, Brenda Snipes and getting her fired by Governor DeSantis and just working on election law. I've testified in Georgia. But we were also working on eliminating property tax so you can have the freedom to own your home. We've built a whole kit around that. So my November in planning and God's sense of humor, I had a whole plan to un- veil this great plan to eliminate your property tax um, and still keep elections safe and add transparency and truth in government. Little, little detail. So it got derailed completely um, when <laughs> November 3rd and 4th <laughs> happened. And my team were poll workers, poll watchers, uh, very involved in the recounts and very involved in... Um, writing affidavits because they witnessed the machines online, they witnessed um, the duplication of ballots, the feeding of the ballots over and over again of the same ballots to add to the count in Georgia. They're in Fulton County and they're throughout Georgia, but they're also throughout the country and our our person, Dama in in Pennsylvania and Daryl's phenomenal in Arizona, he just won their big award for the state. And you know, good people who are working hard to do the right thing. And I would encourage everybody to work your polls. Get in there and understand the law and make sure it's enforced because nothing is more sacred than your vote and protecting it.
3: Let me ask you a question about the polls. So is it something that somebody can sign up now and be ready to go once there is an election? Or are they only looking usually in the state, in each state, for the volunteers closer to? no,
0: you really want to get involved early because they do trainings to get you ready and and train you and learn, and you should want to become a trainer because oftentimes you learn the material far better. I believe it is rare that they actually go in depth into the law and what's required, <laughs> um, uh, which is frustrating because really that's <laughs> the most important part. How do you know mm-hmm. if you're abiding by the law? And they work more on procedures, like was the seal broken on the machine when it arrived at 530 in the morning? Well, if it was broken and you, you complain and you're in a uh, not-so-well-organized county, let's say, you may not be able to open your poll at 7 a.m., which is disenfranchising those voters. Well, that actually happened to our team. They received one in Fulton County in Atlanta, Georgia, and the seal was broken. And they had to make a decision, not let people vote or go with the unsealed machine. And they were forcing Mm. her to sign that it was sealed, and it wasn't. And she was very upset. But those are the games that are played And they blamed the late arrival of the equipment on the moving company that they hired, didn't show up the day before and and deliver the equipment. And it's just bogus. And there should already be a plan of action. If machines didn't get there in time and and get under police security, all of that should be so systematic at this stage. It's not like it's our first election. We weren't born yesterday and, um, so that is very um, uh, important that people get involved and add some common sense and see where the problems are. And for every problem, there's a solution. And I just want to throw the the solution category forward and, and push through the barriers of the stupidity that seem to be reigning at the moment where the legislature, I'll give you the example, in Georgia, when I went in, I, they asked me to come in and look at the law and 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 give them recommendations, and I was not only telling them about oh by the way the theft of the election occurred in Italy, I'm like what do you mean you can't look at your code? I'm the CEO of an IT company, and if I made a contract with the state on supplying a product, I I of course want to protect my intellectual property, but when it comes to voting the state had actually enabled in their contract that they didn't get to look at the code. Now, my IT CTO guy, he, Sumath would just strangle me if I ever did anything like that, where, no, you can't look at the code. Well, of course, in order to do.
4: Mm-hmm. And
0: so they were outmaneuvered in so many ways of how to commit fraud that at one point I asked my team if they would put together a list of all the ways fraud occurs, and they were like, no. And I was like, what do you mean no, guys? Come on, we got to do this. It is such a mammoth lift to take all the ways cheating happens and compare it to the statute and what's in the statute because they have invented so many ways to cheat. And that is a sad statement, and that's why Lynn Cheney is so wrong
3: and oh, should be evil. fired.
0: Yeah, it is shameful that she, the lieutenant governor of Georgia, Jeff Duncan, whom I supported because the other guy was worse, and I know that's hard to believe, uh, but not really when you think it's Georgia. Um, and they they literally have knowledge that votes are stolen, absentee ballots happen that weren't for the right people. You, I had a friend who you know, went to Georgetown Law. She calls me one day and says, I went to go vote and they told me I already voted. Absentee. Right. And I'm like, what? So, of course, I called the Secretary of State and get the investigator's number for her and and have it tracked down, but you'll never find who did it. So, right. Even Congressman Tom Price's own mother-in-law went to go vote and she was told she had already voted in Fulton County. The former head of Health and Human Services mother-in-law goes to vote for her daughter, I might add, who was running for the state house. So you have to understand the level of fraud and the lengths they went to in 2020 were beyond anything ever seen and it was every kind of angle they could hit you at. And exactly. our guys started Yeah. Our um, guys started finding the numbers of all the out of state voting, all the location for absentee ballots that were business addresses, which is illegal and every one of those ballots should be terminated. The number of people we had put out a press release in mid November There were 40,000 illegal votes, and our data guy, Mark Davis, is one of the most phenomenal guys in the world, do the right thing under all circumstances, and he reviewed the data, and he goes, Maria, I've got you 40,000 illegal votes of people who moved out of the county they were in and voted in a different county, which invalidates your entire ballot. So people, if you're listening... Do not vote outside of your county. You only get to elect your sheriff, your state representative, your city council, not your friends, not your neighbors, not wherever you used to live. You don't get to vote there. And you lose your ballot. And that is what the law states. Now, unfortunately, in Georgia, 40,000 votes, that would change the presidential outcome for sure. So right there changes changes the election. But I doubt that anything will ever happen in the court systems there. But he has now gotten validation as of last night that people have now changed their addresses which further validated the voter registration threat of where they voted versus where their uh license is. So they now have validation that many of those forty thousand one hundred percent were people who voted illegally.
3: I think they've said two things so far that I just want to comment on but then I want your feedback you said they came from every angle possible so I think that is what people need to digest into their heads at this point going it wasn't just you know the ruby you know taking the taking the ballots from underneath the the uh, table it wasn't just right China uh, which is one of the major players that Mike Lindell's talking about. And, it, you know, Italy is just one of the components. Then you're talking about, you just gave a perfect example of the, the addresses. The, and then you said, uh, you know, commercial buildings. And, of course, here in Arizona, um, you've got the uh, the 10,000-plus you know, dead people. And so there's so many different ways, not to mention Oh, Georgia, the land of Stacey Abrams. Talk about uh, a, I don't, I don't even know what adjective to describe her as besides evil, pure evil, but I need a, a, a more descriptive one. Um, you know, with her consent, what is it, the consent degree and her side agreements, which are totally against the laws. I mean, they came at it literally from every possible angle to even the the drop-off boxes, the $400 million from Mark Zuckerbuck is what uh, Mike Lindell calls them to set up to, to have the, these organizations get involved with the election process. It's a lot of money, you know, a lot of money going in a lot of pockets and these machines. But the one thing that you said was that there was a lot of ways for the fraud or manipulation to happen because of um, the, the companies the machines say, But I'd have to say that most of the politicians that were part of those contracts, um, that was their intention all along. Because a a normal person in a position, just like they're saying now in Maricopa County, we didn't ever have the uh, passwords. What do you mean you didn't have the passwords? That's what you you guys do. You need a password to get in. And no, we never got those or we didn't know that we couldn't see the code what do you mean you didn't know you couldn't see the code you're you're the one writing the check you're the one paying for, well let's just say that they made the decision their their signature was on it but it's our tax dollars so are you can you comment on that or is it something you can't say because you know you're not allowed you're in a position you can't but i just find it very hard to believe i have a feeling millions of other people that um the things that they did they meaning a very big collective group both sides left and right because there is no left and right anymore um they're all the elected elites and evil they uh they knew well they they knew what they were doing i mean look at our secretary of state the you know george soros secretary of state project starting in 2006 to put in the right, right people and she's the one who yeah. is fighting back against this audit now saying you know calling it a circus and a sham and she won't answer questions, but she says, "Oh, it's you know, it's, it's not real. There was no fraud. It was a, you know, it's a clean election. Uh, I mean, common sense was just low-hanging fruit. They said there was no illegal, there was no illegal voters that that uh, that voted, in, and not one in Arizona. That's mathematically impossible. That means that it's, you know, at least one person must have been an illegal right. alien that voted. Okay, that's just common sense, uh, and based on every single election that we've ever had before." But they said, no, 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 there's not one. Do so you know right there that 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 means that those people are involved uh, in in this? So can you comment? Or you're not allowed or I mean, you, you sure. No, I don't I'm want to push it, but OK.
0: No, I'm happy to. I think I think there's a couple things. I think when uh, and I've been around elected officials for over. 30 years i've I've worked in the legislature in florida i've had a top government affairs firm for 25 years i was globally elite trained by the philip morris family company so at the top of the top in in the realm of, of being in government affairs and i'm very blessed for that training because i can see it better and over the years things have changed things have gotten power has shifted You know, it used to be party-driven. Now it's more um, money-driven and association-driven, business agendas and and donor-driven. So you have the billionaire class now that controls a lot, and you have a lot more distractions where the elected officials, you have to remember, it's a representative government. So you don't sit there and say, okay, we have 180 members In the house in Georgia of those how many are going to be IT specialists how many are going to be law enforcement specialists how many are going to be healthcare or education you don't sit there and look at that you're in your house District you know and, and voting for your candidate for state house and you're trying to pick the best person you're not thinking as a whole what are we giving to the legislature as a whole and when I my last vote in Georgia, I'll never forget, I was at a uh, meeting where the candidates were speaking, and I asked the candidate who was running for the House, isn't it true that you will be the very first former CIA analyst, as well as your military and one of the few military um, retirees? And she said, yeah. And that was my way of helping the audience understand there is nobody else like that candidate that serves in the entire legislature. And having people with that background um, helps. And you have to have diversity. And in the IT space and certainly cybersecurity, I can guarantee you it's very expensive to hire IT staff. And my my business can can. Tell you, you know exactly what it's costing us, and we. Someone would have to decide to leave being a cybersecurity expert and go work in the legislature. T- ask your your state legislators how many they have in their legislature. None, mm-hmm. none, because they're out making hundreds and hundreds of thousands of dollars. Why would they want to go make thirty thousand in some states and you know be involved? And I would say because it's your civic duty. They don't think like I think, uh, <laughs> but you know they're they're busy doing cybersecurity and God bless them for doing it. So you have this void, and it's the government employees. And this is the number one thing I would impress upon everyone when you're electing your governor. You should be very stern with the candidates running that they embed high level, um, actuarials, very, uh, into transparency and accountability, making sure that there are forensic audits. Like almost everybody should have an audit background, like clean house and get us a bunch of auditors. Because there's so much of your money that is either stolen or missing. And then when it comes to needing the funds to hire top-level cybersecurity experts, then you have it. And then you can say, okay, let's have some cybersecurity experts that can ensure the state is um, your data that the state holds, especially if they have your tax records, et cetera, if you have income tax. You know, you don't want that that taken. You don't want your your city or your state hacked and ransomware, which happens often. And it happens often for this very reason. They're unprepared. And so I would say unprepared is one thing. Number two, distractions. Number three, the most important thing, which should be number one, is priorities. These elected officials get in there, and the priorities become the priorities of the ruling parties leadership so the speaker rules or the senate president rules and then the governor tries to rule but in the legislative arena it's really the house caucus and the senate caucus and what we're calling for nations in action is that every state republican and democrat party have their state committee members embedded into those caucus meetings and the reason we're calling for that is because both the way our our structure is in our nation, we're a two-party country and those parties select our candidates and those parties have something called a platform, which is what they believe. And there are platform changes we're also calling for. And certainly photo ID and safe and secure elections should be in both platforms. If not, it's despicable. And also we think you should keep God in your platform first and foremost. So, There are things that are basic in the platform that is your checklist or litmus test of how the legislators, when they sign the oath to join your party and get on your ballot, how they're supposed to perform. But it's not happening. So in order to hold them accountable, you now have to attach to that form when they sign an oath to pledge to support your party. It's actually supporting your platform. Well, how do you know if they are? Because you're not allowed in their meetings, their caucus meetings, and that's really where it all happens. So I highly recommend changes that provide the transparency back to the party as well as the people, and those would be things that are, are really imperative that people get involved and make those changes happen.
3: Well, I'm glad that you gave those suggestions because uh, uh, what we constantly are promoting is obviously people to get involved, and then uh, but we're giving more specifics. You know, we're talking about precinct committee man, because I became one after watching Dan Schultz on the Steve Bannon's War Room, realizing how it actually yep. is a pretty brilliant infrastructure on how they created the, the, the Republican uh, Party, where that's the power really goes to the people. And then and they are the ones that are, you know, at the meetings and getting the information are supposed to be out there and relaying it to the con- constituent constituents and finding out what the constituents needs are. So then there there's a representative there and then 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 there's uh the state meetings and the local meetings but we're the ones that are actually voting for the higher ups which then that's where you get the like you mentioned and who's establishing the platform and what's in that platform and who that leadership is so you don't have these people that are agenda driven like the example i gave the other day we've got still a lot of the remains of the mccain world here and that was not a very positive world that is old school establishment totally anti we the people and just into their own agendas making money and having control right and if you don't and then people don't believe me i, I go and do some research <laughs> or you just listen to what comes well, out of their mouth, that- right you know it's it's like that's just yeah. the way it is and we're they're slowly moving them out but you still have there is an amazing amount of gains and uh, poly, like I don't really want to call it politics because it's it's just manipulation that's within certain precincts here. That once I you know was open to it, I said, oh my god. So they actually do those like it's like tricks and and things that they do in order to keep control of the of the voting and using proxy and votes and getting like straw precinct committee men in there. So then then they can get their people elected or keep them in office rather than allowing a normal human being, you know, I call them, we, the people to actually be in those positions. So you get like boxed out. And so it, it, it that's what happens. And that's just a simple local one. So your examples, uh, can you imagine if it's h- the higher up you go, the more vicious it is because there's more power, more control, and there's bigger games yeah, because there's more at risk. So that's just a, a perfect yep. Reminder and example of how corrupt it has become because we have allowed it to go in this direction because we were busy. We kept our eye off the ball. We didn't get involved at the local levels. We didn't get, look at the school boards. We didn't get involved there. We just let them run amok. And we thought they were going to do what they were supposed to do. And and once they get in there, if they didn't have bad intentions in the first place or agendas, they saw the, uh, the golden like the Willy Wonka golden ticket, you know, they were like, Ooh, this is what it's all about. You know, like <laughs> now, now I get it. I'm just going to go and do what you guys say. So I can move up the food chain here and get myself positioned nicely because there is a lot of money, a lot of money and power. And I'm likey. I'm liking this just, you know, yeah, the nature of the beast, but our job is to, Keep an eye on them, but obviously, like you said, this past election, the, the uh, you want to talk about the wheels come off. I mean, they hit us in every direction. So everybody went out to vote. You know, they said there's something like 80 million for Trump, a little 68 million for for that 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 guy, that guy who you just mentioned, taking uh, God out of the uh, platform. How about you know not mentioning God during the prayer event? Uh, yesterday or the day before, or wanting to take in God, uh, in God we trust and Judeo-Christian values literally out of everything, and, and any of the language. It's actually their next step. Um, and so that's uh, important
0: that everyone see that because once you give transparency, you give power, and you regain your power. And that's the problem with the McCain's that Arizona didn't understand the fact that John McCain could have a 501c3 to collect money for a, a not-for-profit and then hire whoever he wants, uh, that is wrong. That is so wrong. And Big Pharma and others donate the money to it and Obamacare passes. It's like, no, you should be way above, uh, beyond reproach, and and. Certainly the hypocrisy that we're seeing by some in these parties, it's, it's got to end. And that transparency and putting it out there and letting all the members of the state parties on both sides know what's happening within. Because I, I have friends on both sides, and they are God-fearing people, devout Christians, and they want God kept in their platform. And they're appalled. And it's like, stand up and do something. This is your country. It's worth fighting for. Be involved. You have to be involved. It is your civic responsibility. And that's the thing that, you know, you you hold your nose if you're not happy with either party. But unfortunately, today, Michelle, it's changed. They they Mm -hmm. are paying people from one side to go and embed on the other side or Mm -hmm. worse the Soros machine started paying off people in the Republican Party. And we got word of that four years ago that it was coming to Georgia, and it happened with National Popular Vote. Now, anyone who thinks for a second about National Popular Vote would go, no, we have an electoral college. It's against the Republican Party platform, so why in the hat would you suddenly take money from a group well, it was in the 6th and 7th congressional districts, which borders Atlanta and North Atlanta. And it was intentional to win those congressional seats and enable C. Abrams to sweep in, steal those, not steal, they, they well, may have been steal, but in the early days it was just her going out and registering people to vote. Well, the Republicans were busy fighting over national popular vote and distracted. The Distraction Shiny Object Campaign is alive and well, and they have over 2,000 groups that they fund to infiltrate. So do not think for a second your state's not infiltrated. Do not think they they um, will hesitate to cheat. The In Arizona alone, I got a call from our team that they were using the mailboxes, et cetera. An owner of mailboxes, et cetera, came to him and said, my sixth mailbox, et cetera, are all being bought out, like all the boxes are being <laughs> bought. So people could have physical addresses before the November election. And that is wrong. It is a sign. And hopefully they alerted people. I alerted people in Washington. And so we knew these shenanigans were going. But I'll tell you, I never expected the call in mid-November. You know, here I was up to my eyeballs in alligators and uh, with everything going around, on around the country, with all the theft and, and ways they maneuvered and the stacks and ballots that had no creases, Georgia's no different than Arizona in, in what was going on. And uh, same with Wisconsin. My chief of staff there, Tony, and uh, Michigan, uh, we've been helping Matt DiPerno with the case of Michigan. Nations in Action did supply information that we found. Uh, very credible, that was given to us, um, and and um, very, very hopeful and very proud of what we've done. We also helped donate to them. We highly recommend supporting Matt DiPerno's case in Michigan because truth needs to prevail. But that call in November, mid to late November, and that infamous call going, uh, going viral was what just really rocked my world of having to say, okay, you've been involved in politics at the local level, state level, and national level, but now you're now launched into the international scene and cabal and how it all comes down. And uh, And they literally said Italy stole the election. A gentleman went home one day and told his wife, I don't understand Why at work, I'm being told to upload software and steal the election in America. And his wife was like, well, we got to do something about this. And he was like, this is wrong. I don't feel good about it. Um, I don't know what to do. I'll find out more. So he finds out more, and he actually got a backup drive and hid it and hid documentation because he knew what was happening was wrong and um they he 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 and his wife talked to folks and one of the folks got to the secret service and intel community who then started researching and checking everything out and looking at the embassy and who was going from the u.s embassy into leonardo this defense contractor where this gentleman Arturo Velio worked leonardo is the 11th largest defense contracting firm And they are the number one um, industrial employer in Italy. They have over 100,000 employees. So for this senior software engineer, cybersecurity expert, he's been to Quantico. He's trained at the highest, most elite level in cybersecurity. And he's sitting here complaining to his wife that he had to steal the election. So this is fascinating to me because you have to think about jovan and all these people around america they're looking at the machines and all of us watched the news and watched as the numbers came in and we saw something happen we Mm -hmm. knew something happened that the roads changed but we didn't know who did it we didn't know how they did it we didn't know where they did it we didn't know when they did it we don't know why they did it we didn't have any of the information just that something happened to that machine and it wasn't right and God bless them. They have worked so hard in trying to backtrack into the software and the algorithms that were used. And then how was the change beamed up there? I came in and our team at nations in action. We just dove in so hard and literally gave up. I gave up everything. My companies, I said, see you later. Not sure when I'll be back. Take care of business. And I, I, told the team at Nations in Action, we're just going to rip this apart and get every detail we can on every name that the intel sources gave us, and they gave us pictures, and they gave us the name of General Graziano, the EU commander, who's also the head of Italy's um, uh, military, and that he had been meeting on the second floor of Via Veneta location of the U.S. Embassy with a gentleman named Stefano Serafini. Stefano Serafini is a U.S. Uh, employee uh, up until just before the election. He is a U.S. citizen who was working at the embassy, who took cybersecurity in 2017, took classes and got certified. And he was meeting with General Graziano across the street at the St. Regis with a gentleman named Ignacio Mancada. So the intel guys knew these meetings happened. They start finding and digging and finding the intercepts, and they actually had the satellite cell phone numbers that Stefano Serafini called Graziano on to give the go order. And I have the, also have the photographs of the operatives that were taken going in and out of that facility. The intel guys knew that they couldn't trust the U.S. embassy. Or the CIA at this point. So they're Mm -hmm. sitting here finding all this, and they're going, oh, my gosh, who do we tell? We can't go to the CIA. They're bad. They were in on it. We can't go over here to the State Department. They were in on it. So where do they go? They had no one. So they used business uh, entities to to look for a pathway of of people in America that cared and they could trust. And that's how they – came upon us, and so we ended up getting these photographs we published photographs, and we now have identified a key person who is critical to the cases because he gave this this um, person who identified one of them has given us information that he will testify that one of the people he worked with him and Actually, the guy had told him he changed elections previously in America, like
3: way previous.
0: I'm like, whoa, this has been going on a whole lot longer than I knew.
3: (laughs) This isn't the first rodeo.
0: Yeah. And so now it was their first rodeo of using Leonardo's satellite to beam up the MilSPEC software to change it. And so by using Ignacio Mancata. He was the head of one of the divisions of Leonardo, which used to be called Finmeccanica. And lo and behold, shock of all shocks, they were corrupt and they had to go change their name. Mm-hmm. So now they're called Leonardo as if that cleaned up things. No. Ignacio Mancato is the liaison for the Italy Chamber Goodwill Committee to Italy to Qatar, Italy to Iran. And Italy to China is the same guy, same liaison, Ignacio Moncada. And that is who General Graziano was meeting with. So when Mike Lindell and others talk about China and Iran, they are right. And so we're able to validate some of the accusations that have been thrown out there about these countries. Because it's hard to know. You can't just take a... Um, you know, a ping and and say, oh, that's where it happened because you can bounce just like a VPN. So I don't want to go too technical uh, on this, but I think it's important that people understand you have to have backup and proof who did it, how they did it, where they did it, when they did it. Well, we know that three operatives arrived from the Frankfurt station, came, drove in to the Rome embassy um, on Via Veneta location, and we know that these operatives did not register, which meant someone senior, they allowed them in, and we knew it was Stefano Serafini, and they helped orchestrate this. So when you fast forward to, okay, well, we know who, we know where, we know when, November 3rd through the 4th, we know why. And the why is fascinating. Um, We had received information from the intel community that Barack Obama had 14 pallets of cash that he had decided to abscond with from the Iranian money. And it was transferred to Dubai where the Sheikh of Dubai moved the money through Italy and over to um, a bank in Switzerland called Merrill Lynch 400 million American dollars were taken and absconded with and so we at Nations in Action are furious on behalf of the American public and we have not stopped, we have now discovered other funds that were moved but Barack Obama in his last state dinner had dinner with Matteo Renzi, the former prime minister, current Senator Matteo Renzi helped orchestrate everything for Barack Obama. And there is a connection into Russiagate. As many people know, Joseph McFood was wanted and missing. Mm -hmm. Some people thought he was fish food. Well, I had to call the White House and say he's not fish food. He's in the UAE back in December. And so I was able to alert them to Mifsud's location because the intel guys were like, oh, and by the way, Mifsud's in the UAE. And he was in Greece. So they've been moving him, and it just shows how well orchestrated they they were trying to be. They thought they couldn't get caught. And then Joe Biden made the big mistake. Joe Biden called in to Renzi and told him Have Conte, Giuseppe Conte, step down as prime minister. And what we're going to do is replace him with a more pro-China prime minister. And this is in January. So here we are trying to solve this crime. We have Arturo Delio running for his life, and they arrested him. We tried to protect him and his wife for as long as we could. They arrest him. They put him in a jail in Naples. And we had an article hit that that Naples, that uh, Leonardo was involved. And so all of a sudden, Italy fires their head of telecommunications and their head of cybersecurity. And Leonardo accuses Arturo Delio of stealing um, uh, helicopter schematics when it was actually that he had, the key to the election theft, the, the code. So what ended up ensuing was, you know, here you had a very corrupt government who was helping with this whole action. And we had an entree when Joe Biden called Matteo Renzi and said, take out Conte. And we were calling on Conte to come clean. But Conte had $8 million sitting in a bank in, in California. And so he's getting paid off. So he's not going to come clean, $8 million a lot of money. Well, Mm -hmm. Renzi goes and takes Tante out, and we had people, these really great guys over there, pulling together everybody to block them. And they failed in getting the five-star pro-China party candidate. And there was a consolidated effort by the conservatives and the moderates and the technocrats. To bring in a guy named Draghi, and Prime Minister Draghi was an EU guy, the bean counter, money guy. He has had the Finanza Guardia his, under his leadership. He has had some really great moves since February, and that's what people need to understand. The Finanza Guardia opened up the investigation into Conte. They actually brought him in for questioning, and they've already arrested his money guy. They have now opened an investigation into Barack Obama over the $400 million, the fourteen palace of cash. This is huge. Do not think this is over for a second.
3: So, all right, let, me, now, let, me, let me do this real yeah. quick. Let me do this real quick. I'm, sure. I'm writing all this down, and it's almost like you need a flow chart and flashcards, right? Because <laughs> <it's like>, can't <laughs> everyone? Get, you we can't did can't a one in but yeah. It's yeah. like, well, it would be easier maybe if the guy's name was Jim or Bob. All right. So let me just, let me just kind of put, try to, to, to get this. Cause I just, I'm going to identify sure. him as like good guys and bad guys. Cause at this point, it, you know, that's, that's all we care about. Cause we try to you know yeah. think about maybe the ones that don't have, oh, I don't know, the, an agenda of some sort. So the guy that was in Mott, or R- Renzi, the one Joe Biden said to step down, um,
0: Renzi he was, actually he was, was a, bad guy. Is a senator who was the key liaison for Barack Obama who helped orchestrate it off. He's still in the Senate. He in was Senate. having Conte, pulling his support from Conte, who was the sitting prime minister.
2: Got gotcha.
4: Okay.
0: Up until January. So right. Conte got yanked out, told to go back to the university and teach. And they were going to put in their own guy, and they didn't get that lucky. God well, and the flip. reason
3: the reason why I want to clarify it is because some of these moves that, that, that we're talking about in the past couple of months from other sources that you know people listen to when they when they, when they're trying to you know give quote unquote inside scoop was saying that that. The, the person, the good guys came to remove Conti, and that's not the case. Conti was actually, Conti was moved strategically by bad guys, meaning us, Joe Biden, not the good guys of us coming in to move him and bring in somebody else. So, so I'm saying there's, I think uh, that there's a lot of misinformation that uh, that people who have been trying to get the truth, right, because it's very difficult, right. you know, unless you're t- listening to somebody like you, because there was uh, a lot of people that jumped on the Internet or they had their own shows that were just claiming they have all this factual information. So people were just being misled. There was a lot of, you know, a lot of false expectations, sure. a lot of misinformation. So, you know, people were not only getting frustrated, they had uh, like false hope, but then they also were around uh, yep. some of this stuff was Yeah. Uh, you know, then you just turn it off and you're like, you gotta give up or I don't even want to know. I don't know who's telling the truth. I don't know who's lying. So um, this is kind of like Great rewriting point. the story, rewriting the story a little it's bit because um, detail. This, yeah. this is opposite of, detail. of what we've heard before. So, because well, I've never heard it, anyone say the Joe Biden off. thing. What? Oh,
0: yeah. I, well, they wouldn't know. We had the intercept well, what from I'm the
3: people who were feeding
0: us. Yeah, so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can't speak for what the others say or, or, or think they know, but when it comes to Italy, we're the only ones who have the inside track and we're the only ones who have broken the who, what, when, where, why. The rest are all on the machines or they're people who are reading our information or picking up something from one of my interviews like this and then they go run off and it's Mm -hmm. dangerous to do that for multiple reasons because we still have people on the ground there that are risking their life to save our country. And they're grateful for America saving them in World War II from the Germans. They're older and they have that appreciation and knowledge And now they're risking their lives to save our country. And Italy is very similar to America and very similar to many countries. You have the good side and the bad side. In the FBI, you have good guys and you have bad guys. And so I think to your point of identifying good good guys and bad guys, the bad guys of of America, Barack Obama and Joe Biden, found the bad guys of Italy, Renzi and Conte, And that's how they were orchestrating it with their general, General Claudio Graziano. Graziano is way bad because he's also the EU commander. And the fact that they orchestrated this with the help of a man named Alexander Nix, who is MI6. Now, many people may know that name, Alexander Nix, from Cambridge Analytica. Mm -hmm. And I want people to research, send me research at nationsinaction.org. Send me research on everything you find on Alexander Nix and Stefano Serafini, and we're going to be posting the wanted poster on the site, and we're going to be providing details on their names and who they are. The research that we're compiling is helping us put together the feed of who was where, when, and who did they meet with, and this link analysis is what has helped us solve a lot of the pieces of the puzzle. I just happened to run a super PAC in 2016 called Stanford principal. And I was in the meetings with Steve Bannon with Alexander Nix. And if you ever told me in 2020, I would ever be mentioning Alexander Nix's name again, I would have said no way. Like I know nothing to do with him. And wh- who is he? You know, he was just some guy with a cheap, you know, IT system that didn't have many data points. So I was challenging him. Well, he got, Find And uh, Facebook got fined, which he was in with Zuckerberg, which should be a red flag, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: Zuckerberg gets fined, I think it was 500 million. It was something big yeah. for the use of yeah. data. And Alexander Nix got his hand slapped over in England for doing inappropriate use with people's data, anyone, any Facebook users. Well, Nix didn't, ha- he told me he only had 111 data points. I said, wow, Carl Rove has 300 and something, so you're telling me your system's great. So long story short, here's Steve Bannon with Alexander Nix, and he's embedded in both the Cruz and then the Trump campaigns. I want you to think Alexander about Nix. Nix. In 2016, yes. Alexander Nix, who works with Rebecca Mercer, who funds Heritage Foundation, American Conservative uh, Union, CPAC, all of that. And who was the first person to come out and say, I was wrong, that Italy had nothing to do with the theft of the election? Steve Bannon said I was wrong.
4: So you were wrong.
0: So something is wrong with that. Because, and when I tell you this, Michelle, this is an important data point. The intel guys told me Alexander Nix was in the president of Leonardo's office after the election meeting with him and then went down to Naples to meet with the prosecutor to prosecute Arturo Delia. So why in the heck would an I a supposed IT guy in election campaign computer software be meeting with a major defense contractor, and then be meeting with a prosecutor over an employee who was supposedly being blamed for stealing helicopter schematics. Oh, he's not. He's MI6, and what was stolen was actually the key with the MilSpec software for hijacking our election. That is what the truth is. Well, and does
3: that have to relate to the hammer and scorecard or that's totally something else so that literally that there was multiple systems in play here from a tech side?
0: There were multiple tech side components from what I have been told, but it all relates to hammer and scorecard from what I am told. Now, I have not met with Dennis Montgomery. I had hoped to. Had not met a meeting um but I have not met personally with him. I only want to meet with him. I have one other person who he was very involved um, uh but is under um, he's retired now, but he's still under security um issues so i um I want to get down to You know, unless you talk directly to me, you don't understand Italy. And unless you talk directly to Dennis Montgomery, you don't understand scorecard and hammer. And it's very hard to get to him. And his life is in jeopardy. He wants to tell the truth and and have people know the truth. And, you know, he's got the CIA, you know, obviously not clearing him to speak. And I think for the integrity of all elections and the integrity of America's um, governing system, Congress should do nothing less than provide full transparency to restore our faith in both our government agencies and in our election process. And that should be the demand of every voter, every American. I don't care what party you are.
3: All right, let's go back to this meeting again, as I'm trying to get, you threw out a bunch of names here that are all connected and it just, uh, no one said anything yeah. before. So that's why I want to, I, I want to make it clear for everybody because this, this, this connection has not been talked about yet. So Alexander Nix is the MI six guy. So he was like a double agent or he was pretending to be whoever he needed to be to play whatever sides of the fence, basically. Right.
0: He's he's an agent and my six.
3: So he was working with the Cruz and the Trump campaign, and he was also working in
0: 2016.
3: In 2016, with I them.
0: believe that he was planning to steal the Trump and Cruz campaigns, depending on who was victorious. That he was embedding to steal it, and he didn't. He from what I've been told. He was not capable of stealing it. He wasn't as prepared technologically to steal it, which was very obvious to me when, when I met with him and my CTO as we looked at their, um, his, his computer system. And I don't know what he had behind the scenes, clearly, because I'm sure he wasn't showing me what he really had. But they found it very odd in the cruise campaign that uh, staff of the cruise campaign called and complained and said, I don't understand why he's bringing people, and he's British, and he brought people to do door-to-door Canada. And they go, why would they do that? They have accents, funny
2: accents, eh?
0: And, mm-hmm. and they're like, we don't understand why, why they did this. And I couldn't understand it in 2016, but today, if you tell me he brought him from Canada, I'd be like, "Oh, were they Dominion employees?" Because oh. guess what? Lord Alexander Nix is very close to Lord Malik Brown, and who is Lord Malik Brown close to? George Soros and Dominion. Well,
3: and, and Dominion so when, you, and Soros shares, shared, they shared if they hadn't the close it already, they shared an office in Toronto, which is Canada, right? In,
0: yeah, I don't know if it was in Toronto, but I do know it was, in it was Canada. somewhere in Canada.
3: Right, I knew it was somewhere yeah. in Canada.
0: Yeah. So when you put these dots together and you link it back to Barack Obama and his guy Jim Messina going into Italy with Renzi to go work on the elections, you have to also look at. Steve Bannon went in and worked on the elections in 2018. And what happened in 2018 in Italy's government? A new party was started called the Five Star Party. The Five Stars, how many stars are on the China incident? The Five Star Pro-China Party went from 1% to 34% overnight in the 2018 election. Nobody said a word. And that shocking moment, because we've been told now that that was the beta test for use of the machines for here of what they were going to do. So as a political expert 30 years now into it, if I saw a party go from one percent to thirty four percent and I didn't see a heck of a lot of direct mail and enthusiasm and hiding in your basement like Joe biden, there are there are telltale signs. you do polling, benchmarking you you know what's happening along the pathway. What do you need to adjust? Where do you need to adjust in your campaign? When you see that your candidate is way behind, you know you're you're reacting, so it's not a surprise when you lose. you know It's like y- you would know where you're at for the most part. I am astonished in, in retrospect, learning everything I'm learning, because now I have a whole lot more questions than I had before, because mm-hmm. there are people who know things that they may not even know is vital the investigation so we want everybody who worked in those campaigns who saw anything related to Alexander Nix to reach out to us send us a note sign up for the, the updates and, and get involved with us to do that research because we know who the top um, folks were who were volunteering in these campaigns and you start to follow the money and you go how did this happen that Renzi and Obama could go steal those pallets of cash and get away with it. How could they orchestrate this um, uh, takeover with Conte and and then think that they could get away with it using our embassy? And I was very frustrated. I wanted help from Mike Pompeo. I wanted Arturo Delia um, uh, rescued and brought here with his wife. We had others that we needed to rescue it's been a challenging, um, a challenging operation. It wasn't anything we were even remotely prepared for because we were just a small mom profit. We were doing great, amazing work to give truth and transparency uh, across the nation and in legislation and rebuilding communities. That's our goal. And we were just a bunch of volunteers who love our country. And all of a sudden, we have the world's largest uh, crime And we're woefully understaffed and woefully underfunded to do this. So the grace of God, we have, uh, by the grace of God, we have gotten where we are. We're God's loyal foot soldiers, and we're going to keep going.
3: This is so complex, and there's so many people involved. I mean, it it is like every agency, because you're saying, well, how did – how could Obama have gotten the, with the cash With and then you guys were trying to work with the state department, but then the CIA, there is so many people connected in all these different entities, all these individuals, all these different companies, even campaigns that are on the take or part of the agenda, which is how they were able to do all this because so many of them are involved in it. So at, at very high levels, because otherwise it would have, not gone through or would have not worked or they wouldn't have been able to get things moving in to whatever they needed to to do to accomplish all of this. So, because other pe- people, had to absolutely say, people right. had to, they had to sign off on it. They had to give the approval. They had to look the other way. They had to expedite it. They had to do like something shiny over here while everything was going through the back door. So you're talking,
4: um, uh,
3: I don't want to say everybody, but there's more people involved in the this operation because there. Well, there's actually like multiple operations, but overall, it's just called election fraud. There's there's a, there are more people than most average Americans think are involved in this. So it's almost like how you get to the point where who wasn't involved in it? Well, I I would say this.
0: You know, when you think about the government, it's out of control. It's way too big. And now they're running ads to make you think that a limit on the budget, a deficit means nothing. Well, hello, idiots who don't do math. You know, it's like, no, the budget means something. And what they're doing is an underhanded way of saying, let's keep spending money, let's keep printing it, as if that doesn't matter. And that enables and keeps feeding the beast where they have now weaponized government. But do not think that... Every government employee is bad. I can tell you. I have many family members who were um, very involved—CIA, NSA, and and other departments. And my one cousin she told me she was there 35 years and delivered the presidential daily briefings. And I was like, "Wow, that's so cool!" And you can't tell me anything about it. And, um, <laughs> so it, it's like it's like um, th- these are people who are disgusted with what they have seen and witnessed of what's happening in their government. And when they know that um, everything is um, co-opted by a few, it's very hurtful. Mm -hmm. They're seeing their government harmed, but they're also seeing um, people harmed. and, And this weaponization of government has to be stopped. And the best way I think it should be done, aside from truth and transparency on everything, like open records, I am a big fan of open records. Do not vote for anyone who will not agree for full and total transparency in everything, on every stage of your property tax, to every dollar and penny that's spent, and where it's spent. You know, government's good at fuzzy math. They don't do Mm -hmm. real math. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and that's my beef with the property tax. They can't even tell you how much money it costs them to run the program to sustain property tax. They can't give you that number because they can't even do basic math. So when they go to replace with another funding mechanism, they go at the amount of money they collect. I said, well, that's not right that that's, that's not opportunity cost, implicit cost, explicit cost. Like go to graduate school, please if you're going to be doing high finance (laughs) in our government. (laughs) And so, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a little frustrating. I will say
3: you, and you must be a joy at those meetings. It must be like, Uh, Oh no, she's here. Yeah. 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 yeah,
0: And I, I have been told that I tell the legislators what to do. And I do because they're public
3: servants.
0: Yeah. They're servants. And, I I had a meeting once, and I'll never forget this, with our team in Georgia. And we were all up on the dais, and the congressman had to sit at the table. And he was the one congressman who would do it because he was humble. But he had to sit where people would testify. And so the tables were turned that he was not sitting up and talking to us. But that's what everyone acquiesces. Yes, down to us. We turned the tables around because we were all eating lunch and we needed a table, but it actually was a defining moment for me of how many meetings I go to where the elected officials speak and stand at the front and speak up and we, the people, are pushed down into the seats to listen and in a subservient position. We are not subservient. We are in charge. We are the leaders and assume that position. And that leadership is lacking in America, and it's lacking in the Republican and Democratic parties. And we have to stand up and say, no more. Like, I would fire Rona, Romney McDaniel. I would fire Kevin McCarthy. I would fire all of them, uh, Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer. All of them need to go because they have failed America regardless of party, because they allowed an out of control, illegal system. And immediately to regain our trust, they should embed affidavits given out to government employees, especially starting with the State Department and the CIA, if they have witnessed or participated In any illegal activity, and that affidavit should be signed and notarized in front of and administered by law enforcement, and that should be done immediately, and that they are subject to felony conviction if they lie. That process needs to go into place in every government agency and every elections office. And I will tell you, I met with a, an election um, supervisor of election in a county in Georgia, and she was speaking of. And I was at, and I ended up speaking. They kept asking me to say things, and I, she kept saying our election in Cherokee County, Georgia, was flawless. It was perfect. We didn't have anything wrong. We're very proud. And I said, so can you tell me what's inside the machine in the Dominion machine? No, you'd have to reach out to the to Dominion to the company for that. I said, so in other words, you can't tell me what the algorithm is, and you can't tell me how the machine calculated. And, oh, by the way, there might be a decimal point algorithm in there to actually shave off a few tenths of a percent on each vote. And she goes, well, uh, uh, no, I can only tell you what I know. I said, exactly. You ran a great and flawless election but unfortunately you cannot validate that Cherokee County's election was flawless. So that is the way Americans have to approach their government employees. And it's that truth and transparency. God bless her. She was one of the good guys. I wasn't trying to be mean, and her IT guy was an Army guy to me, a hero. He had worked there 15 years and, or, or had been in uh, the service and then now works in government, and he's in IT. And I'm like, you know, you guys are my heroes because you're trying to do it right. And, and she said, yeah, we even had this guy who voted, and he was a felon, and that was illegal. And I said, well, what would you do with that? And she said, oh, I, I sent it to the Secretary of State because that's what the law says. I said, well, did you give it to your sheriff, too? And she looked at me, Mm
4: -hmm. and
0: she goes, I never thought to do that. I said, well, your sheriff has the constitutional authority and can go and arrest them immediately. Why are you waiting on a secretary of state? And so suddenly it snapped in her that she was trying to follow the letter of the law, but she didn't think outside of the box. So finding every mechanism you can in your election system of embedding your sheriff, like embedding the affidavits to be administered at the end of the night with each uh, a, a poll worker should be just general protocol. And you commit a felony if you, you falsify it. And oh, by the way, the poll workers and poll watchers who take photographs of the illegal activity to me, should be called whistleblowers. They should be given protective status, not the ones who actually committed a crime because they took a picture. They're taking the picture because a crime occurred. And instead, our statutes say the reverse. Well, that's stupid land. So we need to know, uh-huh. hello, it's the cameras that caught Ruby pulling the boxes out from under the table in Fulton County. Cameras they wouldn't normally have because they were in a facility they weren't normally in. And, oh, by the way, the pipe didn't really burst so everyone had to leave. (laughs) Um, So, you know, those kind of lies, there are mechanisms in place by the affidavit. Did you conduct this fairly, legally, unethically? You know, it's like the affidavit can solve that real quick and you get a felony and you go to jail. And it should be mandatory jail time if you steal anyone's vote, just one, you should go to jail. And I hope they fry the people who stole a whole lot more
3: because that is treason. Yeah, treason. That is definitely treason. Um, Yeah, there's a lot of things that need to be implemented. But the, let's just say here in Arizona, you've got um, Secretary of State Katie Hobbs. She would never implement that because she wants the process to go. Just the way it did, because everything to her is perfectly clean and fine. So, But the, the governor can do it. They well, can he's just as bad. He's just as bad. You know well, what he was doing, Maria, the day that we were, the, the, the day that he was certifying that the election, or certifying the electors that uh, Joe had, Joe, <laughs> I'm not going to call him the P word, Joe uh, won, Giuliani was holding a 14-hour hearing about election fraud with affidavits and testimonials and so Waldron and all those guys. And that was the same day that Doug Dushy, our ridiculous governor, who just is embedded in all of this corruption, um, was he signed off that it was okay. He probably should have been at that meeting and maybe listened to a couple of the testimonials. So that's the problem, too. Like you're saying, a lot of the people that are in elected positions, which is uh, they're they're a big part of the problem because none of this, the things that happened here in Arizona should have happened um, because people were looking the other way or they were part of it and uh, that's in a lot of the states just like in Georgia you know look at look at the crew there their crew their crew's worse than our crew. So, you know, that's why people are frustrated about I can't do anything. I mean, it's bad enough that we know that our vote did not count in November. Yes, we've already established that. And hopefully with all of these investigations that are going on, the information that you're still working on, what you have, the uh, Mike Lindell, the DePerno, and all the other layers, and the audit, obviously, and the other audits that are starting to, to show up even uh, in, all, in all the other states, then – the, that, that portion can be taken care of. And we, the people are supposed to be getting more involved, like be becoming more active be work, volunteering to work at the polls, even volunteer, work volunteering uh, to volunteer for the audit, or even joining being a precinct committee man or getting more involved in, 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 you know, showing up at a school board meeting and, and getting all that straightened out or running for office. So we can do that. We can't do any of this other stuff. But that's why people are so frustrated. Well, they're they're they they've lost hope, and I'm, I'm trying to just convince them, like I, you know, there's the, are specific things we need to do. Like I think your I think the idea you have here for the affidavit, but well, we can't rely on the people who are supposed to implement it to implement it. Like there's got to be a way that we the people can do it um, somehow. You because have to understand you
0: said, too. You right? can do it. You can do it in multiple ways. You can do it at the county level. So every county that you may have control, you can pass it as a a rule. And you can also do it at the state legislative level. So you you guys have to understand, lobbying 101, the power of the people works. You just rain down on those members. You find out who the committee chairman is and who the committee is, and you do your vote count. And then you beat the snot out of them until you get your votes (laughs) as you need it. And that is, I don't lose at the legislature because you beat them up because what is right is right, and they don't like when you have transparency and light on what they do wrong and why they do it wrong. And that's what you expose. You get on the radio calls. You write letters to the editor and op-eds. You start going door to door in their neighborhood. You want to wake them up? You go right to their donor base. You go right in for the jugular and they will start waking up because they want to be elected. And those who are weenies will step out and that's good because then you can run good people who don't mind doing the business for the people. It's really that simple. But people get caught up in losing hope and distracted and not sure what to do. I have given you guys a lot of action items today. So, Don't think there's not hope. There is hope and there are ways to do this. And that's what we're going to be doing at Nations in Action. I'm glad we had this discussion because we're going to actually be embedding those action items and helping people go do that and give them guidance and legislative comprehension so they understand, hey, this legislator will carry the bill or this legislator is one to talk to about the strategy. You have a a woman in, in, I think she cares maybe education, in the House. Shauna, maybe, I would go to someone like her to say, hey, you're a good strategist. Help me understand how to pass this. What are, what are the best methods? Who's the best sponsor of the bill? Which committee should it be assigned to? Can we get the speaker to assign it to this committee or that committee? Who should be presenting? And that's how you, you get it done. And you get the people to show up and make sure that they have their vote count from their own legislators in their, at their home.
3: And That's what people are looking for. I think there's a lot of people that want to do something, want to get involved. They need specific action steps. They need an organization and a leader. you're, You're a leader. You're a true leader. You're just not in a political position, which I'm glad that you're not because then you wouldn't be able to be accomplishing all the things you already have and what you're going to be doing in the future. So thank you for not running for office. So thank, yeah, Don't don't ever do that, Maria. <laughs> stay away from I, that. I, I, you can I've accomplish a lot more on this side. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I, I actually ran in Fulton County, which makes me crazy when Liz Cheney and, and our lieutenant governor from Georgia say there is no corruption. I ran when I was in my 20s. I can tell you there was corruption to go. Nothing has changed. Mayors in Atlanta go to jail often. What a surprise. They get investigated <laughs> by the FBI. Oh, I'm so surprised. So, so let's stop with the stupidity and the charade and the, and the lies, and let's get truth and transparency. And that's what Nations in Action. That's why my husband and I stopped everything, and I said, I am going to quit working. There will be no paycheck. I have not had a paycheck in four years. It's not a good thing. And I am going to go fund (laughs) Nations in Action. Now, he loves our country and he loves our Lord. So God bless him because he was willing to take this hit with me. And we built Nations in Action, and we are going to provide the leadership across America that is so lacking
3: because it's not coming from the party. No, no, and it's not going to. It's going to take time because you've got to clean house. You've got to get rid of the mess that's in there because that's why part of the reason why we are where we are. We let bad people go make bad decisions, and we took our eye off the ball because we were too busy doing all these other things that we forgot that we, the people, are the ones who should be served by the public servants, right? So we forgot that. And um, now we need to get back involved. And I think there's a lot of people out there that really want to do something, roll up their sleeves, but they need direction specific actions and an organization like nations and actions and a leader like Maria Zach to make that happen. So if people want more information, do you have them sign up? Or are they able to like, are they yeah. volunteering ready to go? Or there, there's things that they can actionable items that they could start doing in their own community where, where are we with them saying, all right, I'm ready, Maria. What do you want me to do and I need to do, and I'm bringing friends?
0: Yes. Sign up at nationsinaction.org. There's a volunteer button. Sign up, get involved, donate, but start building lists of people. And start building a rapport with your media. Start using the network you have innately. Are you a member of your local chamber of commerce? If you are, you're about to give them a very rude wake-up call because they are culpable in all of this. And there's a way we're going to maneuver strategically on that. So I think it's really important that people understand um, because of the Italy did it project, that we didn't know we were gonna get consumed with. We didn't get everyone uh, launched and armed and loaded who are new volunteers. Our current team are already trained and know what to do and we can have a call and, and send them on their merry way. We are about to do a whole new training for the new guys. And in that training, um, they'll be given the opportunities to to learn how to be a FIV and how to influence legislation and how to be comfortable in the things that they like doing. Is it phone banking? Is it door-to-door? Is it uh, fundraising? Is it hosting events? Is it speaking on our behalf at Nations in Action to go talk to the local Rotary? Those are the things that we will have people doing so they can help educate people on the truth of what the theft, how the theft took place, how we're going to fix it and how we're going to fix our country and get back on track and and regain control and, and, and the, the corruption.
3: All right. So my suggestion is for anyone that's listening, or if they know somebody who's interested sign up to be a volunteer and at least get, you know, you put your toe in the water and then find out there's many things that can be done. You, there's many, any skills that they're looking for or there's many options within being under this umbrella because uh, then (laughs) Maria has has, was unexpectedly thrown this, this information um, back in, what'd you say it was November when that wasn't kind of on the to-do list. So from there, actually it was kind of, Oh, I would say, you know, a divine intervention because now look where this is, this is, turned into something where you're really affecting change moving forward and doing what needs to be done. So there's a lot of opportunities in this. So go and volunteer, sign up, and then you'll get guidance as to what makes sense. And like you said, what's important is what, what they, what people like to do, because we don't want this to be an effort. We want you to be involved. We want you to be part of a community because it's you don't want to be like oh I gotta go to that meeting today or, oh I'm not gonna doors I'm supposed to I gotta get three I gotta get 20 doors in today well I'll just pretend that I did it so that's we don't want nobody wants to be in that position you need to be energized and excited about it because you believe in it so um uh, yeah lots of opportunities that's all I'm saying so put on put on not uh, put on your creative caps when you uh, sign up for volunteering because we can't give a whole laundry list of everything because there's 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 just a lot. So op- open mind and outside of the box. Right, Maria?
0: Absolutely. And I think it's important for people to understand, do what's in your comfort zone because if you like talking on the phone, we can give you lists of people or you will know lists of people. We can give you a script and, and you'll know what to say and and, um, and how to report back. If you like, just, sitting at home and and researching things and investigating, join our investigation team. It's fascinating as i get out. And uh, I keep getting told it's better than any Tom Clancy novel by, by my team. <laughs> I'm sure. um, it's, I'm sure. it's, it's been absolutely incredible. People from Hollywood have reached out because they go, this is just beyond. And they want the rights. And it is incredible. And it, it shouldn't be what it is. And, um I, I, I'm I'm heart sick over seeing this. My sixth great grandfather penned the Declaration of Independence. My family has led oh, to wow. this country and served honorably um in, in the military and, you know, Colonel Timothy Matlack is, is was the Continental Congress secretary and my cousins when I was meeting with them and, and I was like, We have Matlack blood running through us and we are not taking this sitting down. <laughs> we are not. And so I said we, we rise to this occasion, and that's why God built us for this moment, this very time, and we have to stand up and do what is, what is called for to to put evil back where it belongs and and end it, and that's that's what our goal is.
3: I think it's amazing that uh, that you have accomplished all this, and that you and, and, and you sacrifice. I just want people to just remember what she said. She says. I put my business and everything else on hold to focus on this four years ago when she saw, you know, the beginnings of, of let's just say, shenanigans and hasn't had a paycheck. So this is, this is because there's a passion and she sees that this, need, this needs this to all play out and happen in order to get to the, to save this country. I'm just going to be blunt, just say, save this country because we don't have a lot of time left, everybody. So I encourage you all to go to nationsinaction.org and volunteer, uh, fill out the information, and then see what it is exactly that you can you can do to help out. Um, we're going to add them, of course, to our must-follow groups, people, organizations, and companies page. And I would love to be able to be as active and, 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 and do whatever I can to support the organization. Of course, Maria, we'll talk uh, again here shortly and figure out what other strategic action items that we can do together and I can help promote. And of course would love to have you as be one of our uh, platinum partners so we can move things to the next level and then uh, do what, whatever we can. Cause like I said, there's not a lot of time left. Um, well, I, I, I
0: absolutely love that, you know, one getting to meet you personally uh, in person and in, in, uh, in Tulsa and hang out and, and certainly to have
1: me on your, your show, I'm
0: honored and, <laughs> I'm I'm just uh so grateful and I hate to have to leave you. I'm all all pumped up that, that my next call at 5:30 they're going to be like, whoa, pull back the reins." <laughs> um, uh, but I'm <laughs> I'm I'm excited. You got me all energized cuz it's it's so imperative that that we understand our courage comes from from God. God's leading this, leading the charge. We're just his loyal foot soldiers and as long as everyone remembers that, these politicians are not in charge. God is, and he has made This country, great. He has ordained this nation, and we are the beacon of hope for all other nations. People flee their countries. They shouldn't have to. We are that beacon of hope. We are the model that should be replicated in their countries, and that's why I was given the name Nations in Action, because what we do in this nation should be replicated in other nations, and we have to repair what has, and it's a sad day when the Eastern European countries, who remember the guys who wrote their constitution, because it wasn't very long ago for them when the wall fell, they, they in, in the Soviet Union, when that broke up, they go, we want to be what America used to be. Mm. That breaks my heart. So no more of that. We are turning it around, getting these politicians on a litmus test. And they will do what is the basis of our constitution and our Ten Commandments, and get back to common sense and reality. Because God comes in, and and is rightfully the owner of this country, and we are here to serve him. And I am not going to go down quietly, as you can tell.
3: Oh no, we've gone way past that point. There is no returning. <laughs> that ship had, that ship sailed a long time ago, my friend. <laughs>
0: Yes, yes, yes. I think for the people who know me, uh, I have quite the reputation uh, over the decades and and um I I um I I can't see uh crossing the line and it's time that we we call it for what it is. So I'm I'm super excited beyond. Thank you so much and uh and hopefully you'll have me back.
3: Oh, you're coming back? Are you kidding me? I'm going to call you the, this weekend. We're going to we're going to we're going to plan some stuff. So thank you so much. It's been an honor, Maria. I I, I you're an amazing, amazing woman. Thank you for everything you do, everything you're sacrificing, and, and um, uh, we, the people, we, I mean, this country, uh, thanks you so much. You, just, uh, you they just they just don't know how to thank you. So uh, because they probably haven't heard how do I how do I get to her? Well, now you know. Nationsinaction.com. dot org I'm sorry, nationsinaction.org, and they're going to be uh, all integrated and into our take action tab and our partners and patriots all over our website. So Maria, go and do, do your phone call, and uh, good luck with that. And um, if they yell at you because you're too amped up, don't you can blame me. To <laughs> let them know that I riled you <laughs> up, and I, I got you all, 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 all patriotically passionate. So you just point the finger at me. I, I will take the shrapnel for my, my battle warrior friend. Not a problem.
0: I appreciate it. Well, thank you. Keep our, our guys in Italy in your prayers as well as the team here in America. They're everyone's working so hard to to write the ship. And this is far from over. So keep, keep praying, but the truth will come and it is coming soon. So stand by and God bless. And we'll talk to you soon. Take Thank care. you
3: so much. Thank you so much. And amen to that. Everybody. So Bye-bye. Keep, yeah. yeah. Bye-bye. Bye-bye Maria. Bye-bye. Oh gosh. Thanks. What a great woman. What a great woman. Thank you so much, my dear. Um, yeah, there was a lot of information. So it's, this is one that you're going to probably have to listen to a couple times to get the uh the name maybe even the names are just no that's why i was saying let's just let, for me my little fish price mind my little kindergarten question just get it into the good guys and the bad guys almost because this is layered this is layered it's about you know kind of new that uh, there was a lot of people involved right we've been talking about that you have heard it from a lot of other places so uh yeah now you know even more now you know even more wow And we, like I said, we're going to, uh, I'm going to be in contact with them, give her a call this weekend. We're going to plan some things because I love these take action items where you now will be able to physically get involved. You know, even if it's something simple, So you have so many options. The goal is to give them all the options are very specific. So instead of hearing, oh, well, you need to get involved. And then nobody follows it up with uh, specific action items on what you need to do. We're not doing that on the take action tab. There's specific items. I'm going to add more to it. So when someone says, well, I, you need to get involved. And then they said, uh, you said, well, and you go, well, what what can I do? I say, well, here's items one through 25. You're like, Oh, something specific. Good. So that's what we are. We are doing here. Uh, the everything home patriotic purpose driven resource platform. If you go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, check out the Take Action tab. Tangible items that you can start doing. Resources to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, make a difference. There's an Arizona section because I'm here in in America, corruption county, Anarchy, Arizona. And um, I'm not going to go through all the lists of everything that's on there. So just check it out. It's more, and keep in mind, it's, it's, the politics part is a small portion of it. All the resources there literally are for pretty much everything that you can imagine that you need in your entire life, from business to nonprofit to personal to even entertainment, even that is there, events, virtual events. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to wrap it up real. I'm going to wrap it up because it is uh, 2.32. Wow, 232. Okay, so um, replay that, replay sections of it. Um, I'm going to take maybe a couple of sound mics out of it uh, later on and do a special showcase of some sort, um, maybe. Don't hold me to that because that does take a lot of time. Um, But I think it would be beneficial for people to listen to it again. Um, There's a lot of information on there. But like she said, the truth is coming out. But again, you need to get involved. You need to get involved. There's nothing to do with politics at this point because as we talk about, politics have infested every aspect of our lives in every category. Those 13 bigs. Remember the 13 bigs. Oh, So I don't need to give you that daily reminder, but I just will list them because I want them fresh on your mind, right? Fresh on your mind. Your, Your big media, your big tech, big government, big business, big labor big money, big entertainment, big lobby, big pharma, big box, big religion, big education, and big nonprofit and foundation. So as you're you know, opening your eyes to the corruption, the level, the depth of corruption in all of these companies that are colluding with one another, all right, you've got your media going strong now about the cult of personality, I believe they called it, has to do with Trump supporters being basically evil and uh, white supremacists and that we're nuts for having this meaningless, crazy idea, you know, the big lie that there was election fraud, there was anything that needs to be questioned. And uh, you know, Liz Cheney is awesome is what they're saying because she's the, like the last. Well, she's the last of the dynasty of the Bush-Cheney era, which was all all establishment elected elites. So they, uh, they once she's out of a position of power, uh, then they realize the ship has the ship has sailed. Things are changing. Those little peasant people seem to be having a little bit more control. They're getting they're getting anxious. You're, The natives are getting restless is what these elected elites are saying. You know, those permanent political pundits, they don't like that. They don't like that we the people are going to these board of education meetings causing problems in Vail, Arizona, starting to make some progress in Georgia or up in New Hampshire. They don't like that. They do not like that so keep that in mind that uh, they, they don't like you. And you're going to be hearing tons of negative information about people that actually love this country, that care about this country. And even if and they, just, they, they just use Trump as the low hanging fruit, right? you know, MAGA people, Trump people, the America First people. So they can, you know, segregate. Remember labeling? We're talking about labeling in the beginning. So they could segregate, they can create hate and animosity between two multiple peoples, you know, that fake racism that they love to, you know, again, another invisible enemy, the invisible enemy, like they did
4: the,
3: the did terrorism is an invisible enemy and they played that up Ooh, big one, huh? And then they have uh, racism, this invisible enemy. You oh, know. Look at this other one. Coronavirus. Yes, it's real, but it's, the form of the flu, and obviously the numbers were skewed and continue to be skewed because we've proven it over and over again on this platform. And uh, yeah, keep that in mind. That's what they do. That's a strategy. And these strategies are all like textbook strategies, you know, like the Communist Manifesto, and you've got the science of propaganda that we talked about on episode 197 with uh deborah peters yeah so um keep in mind that group you're going to be hearing a lot from them because they're all colluding with one another oh and their ringleader keep in mind is the edelman pr company that's how they get the messaging all together that's why their messaging is the same so you go your talking points for 4 a.m that go out to the little the radical left and then the media too but a lot of them is coming from the the rest of this crew, these 13 bigs. uh, They're all held together by glue, by the PR company, the Edelman. Edelman PR, Edelman Group. Yep, that includes the WHO and the uh, the CDC. You're going to see a lot of that in the news. So turn it off, none of it's true. And of course, uh, and they love... They love when they can say Republican and say that we, the people, we, we, uh, we, the Trump, they'll say, we support, you know, mega people, the America first people, that we're turning on the other, uh, or even somebody like a Elena Stefanik, is it Elaine? Elise, Elise Stefanik is turning on, she's sticking with our side. So And then of course they like to use that, say, well, Cheney's Republican. Daniel Cheney. So, you know, you can, labels, remember labels? So their definition of Republican is very different than my definition of Republican, which is different than most of the people who listen to this program. And, but they're going to use that language. Remember the left is the master of manipulation of the language the manipulation of the propaganda. They play with language because their policies are horrible. Their intentions are bad. Their agendas are, dis- are disastrous and evil. So uh, play with the narrative. Play with the language. Create fear, chaos, animosity, and everything else. That is something that's not there. That invisible enemy. Yeah. So you're going to hear a lot of it. Um, all right, I'm going to go. It is Friday. It's time to end the show. I could ramble here for hours, but I think we've, we've heard enough. So just everyone have a great weekend. It is Mother's Day weekend. Tough one for me. <clears throat> so I'm not going to go there. Um, make sure you listen to some of these shows. I'm telling you, there is amazing, amazing content. Uh, go to everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Go to the take action tab, the, uh, you start with the all-stars. You can listen to any of the segments. There's 336 of them. We have 140, yeah, 43 partners, incredible, incredible content. There isn't a topic we have not covered, so everything is there for you. And of course, check out all of the groups and all the other shows that we are promoting from our partners and from people that are on partner to be list coming on the show and groups and organizations things to get more involved uh, and even networking for business and and nonprofit organizations. It's all there, all there. Um, Yeah, I am done. I'm done. What did I want to play you as a reminder? Oh, so, um, uh, Homework is some. Well, remember we're not using homework. I got to come up with some more specific names. You're going to make a list this weekend of the labels that uh, you have labeled yourself over the years, and put the opposite. Like George Costanza, put the opposite of it next to your name, and and we're going to start working on your. This is personal responsibility. We talked about that earlier this week. You're going to start doing that on your own. You can do this. You can do this. It's like Dorothy. You have all the answers inside you have them all right there. You just need some direction and need some reminders and that's what we're doing here every Monday, Wednesday and Friday at 12 p.m. Pacific Time to 1 p.m. is our uh, Patriotic Soapbox. Sorry that we didn't really, I mean, I threw out the phone number in the beginning, but then there wasn't really much time to to, to uh, they have the phone calls, but I'm going to have Maria obviously back on and we will do that. So Monday, my... Uh, Special guest for my patriotic soap box is the infamous Mr. Scott McKay. So he'll be on at 1 PM Pacific time on Monday. And we are going to pair it up. It is going to be fun. It's going to be a fun show. He's a great guy. And he's got an event coming up on the 16th. That is in Dallas, Texas. It's a meet, greet, and gather personalized Patriot street fighter experience. Get to meet Scott. Get to hang out with other Patriots, Street Fighters. It's going to be a great event. There's different levels of tickets, but I highly encourage anybody who wants to be able to, to can go, go to it. They're also adding a pay-per-view. So people that are uh, in other parts of the country that can't go but still want to participate and get to know their other Patriots and, and enjoy the event, they can do that too. So that is actually really really cool um, that you'll be able to participate. There's going to be some really cool special things though that they're going to include, so it's not like you're just watching. Um, so it's it's just not a it's it's a two way. It's going to be two way because we want interaction and um, people to get to know one another and to be able to participate and gather and then to create their own groups kind of thing when um, beforehand and when they get home. So that's a that's all part of it. This is the it's much bigger than. I'm just gonna go see him. Okay, it's like, uh, it's, like a, it's a big community. So I admire Scott for for uh, creating that. So if you go to the Take Action tab, everything, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com, you go to the Live Events page. You'll see a lot of the live events. That's one of them. There's a couple of other upcoming ones. Tonight there is the uh, America First rally with the notorious MTG. And uh, Matt Gates down in Florida that you can watch, I believe, on uh, Right Side Broadcasting. But just check, uh, the, click the graphic that's on there. You'll get intimate more information. It should have the listings on there. And then also Mike Lindell's event on uh, frankspeech.com. Our buddy Joe Piscopo is going to be performing at it. And that is Monday. I encourage everyone to watch the uh, Mike Lindell uh, free speech, You can also click the big graphic that is uh, on the live events page. It'll take you to the website, gives you the information. The doors open at four. The event starts at five, But you can watch it starting at five. And I believe they are in central time. They're in the middle there. They're going to South Dakota. They're going to Christy Nome country. Christy Nome. Oh, so you got Christy Nome, Mike Lindell, and Joe Piscopal all together. And I am here in Arizona. Hmm was poor planning on my part. Three of my favorite people. Okay. Maybe next time maybe I need to make it happen in May a little sooner. Now that is incentive to uh snap out of it for me. All right, twelve forty four or two forty four. Uh I just wanna play one little sound bite before we go. And then I'm gonna exit uh, this is just a great reminder of what you're going to hear more so moving forward because they know, the people on the bad side know that the truth is starting to come out. There are, there are all kinds of more information in addition to what you learned today with Maria Zach about the election here, the audit election. Mike Lindell and Perno came out and just jumped a whole bunch of new information uh, yesterday and the day before, Mike talked about it on uh, Frank's speech. It's it's stuff that it, you can't you can't dispute. It, 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 there's a, there's a, I'm going to put the video this weekend on the must watch video web or page so that way you can do it. But it's I believe it's on the Perno the Perno Law's website. Uh, I'm sure they have it special a special part of it on uh, Frank's speech. I'm sure they put it on the Frank's speech website because uh, Mike. Lindell was on fire yesterday, uh, in a good way, in Fuego, in a good way. Um, so anyway, they know that we're close to getting the inf- more information and getting this It's Just the fact that the Board of Supervisors here in Arizona said we don't have passwords. Oh, come, come on. <laughs> oh, but who has them? A Dominion. Uh, wait, what? <laughs> the people that caused all the problems? The election problems? The one who has the key to the gate? Oh, god. This is like because it was too big, too many people, too many people, too much. They care less. Yeah. God finds a way, everybody. God finds a way. The truth shall set you free. So just keep in mind the information that you're going to be hearing and they say anything, Oh, the Republican, if they, if anybody uh, in the media or anybody on the radical left or says to call somebody Republican already doubt that they're Republican because uh, there's not a lot of real Republicans and I'm talking like a Reagan Republican. So I'm like, a, like a notorious MTG. So even, even uh, Maria was talking about it. Liz Cheney, not a Republican. You can call her whatever you want. So they're going to play the message game. They're going to play the narrative. Now here is the, uh, the soundbite, Miss Cindy McCain. She sounds like a peach in this one. Um, so, listen to this real quick, just as a reminder of how much the established elite doesn 't matter if they 're left or right. The established elite, the elected elite, the people that cause all the problems, the ones that are you know responsible for thirty trillion dollars in debt why you have inflation, why all of a sudden now your chicken price is out of control you 're noticing that there 's no vegetables in the you know that you, there's not like a shortage of vegetables there's uh, the prices of everything else are going up, the prices of electricity are going up, prices of gas has gone up. I can't get a new car because there's no semiconductor chips and all that kind of stuff. These are the people these are the people who've caused all those problems. So they're the problem, so they need to go and oh we're going we're going to give everybody even more specific instructions and information take action items and organizations to get involved with so they, everybody does one thing. You do one thing every day. It's like they, um, it can make a difference. what like they, what would they say when they're uh, the Boy Scouts, they're doing a, they're walking up like a little mountain, they're doing a little hike. Each, each day, every time you do a hike, you move one of the big rocks to the side. That way, by the time that, you know, a couple months goes by, all of a sudden you have a little trailway and it clears the paths. So everybody does one because we're all in this together. We're all in this together. Remember my, my little my little song when you, you know kick up your heels? We're all in this together. Once we know that we are, we're all stars
4: and we see that. We're all in this together. And it shows when we're bent
3: and we oh, I just knocked over. I knocked over my zinc and my vitamin D3, which I just ordered through... Oh my God! I can go for a long time. Let's just remind you, I just ordered it through uh, Mike Adams Health Ranger Store. And every time that you make a purchase through his store through our marketplace, there's a two two percent of your total purchase price is donated to our nonprofit partners, helping vets, pets, and kids. So go to. Our website, everythinghomeresourceplatform.com. Click the Marketplace tab. Go check out all of the different products and services of the 57 well-known websites and brands that you can buy products from. And 2 to 20% of your total purchase donated to our nonprofit organizations. Uh, Being conscious of your choices and buying decisions. Remember, we're going to be very conscious of everything now. Everything. So uh, real quick, I want to give you something negative, then I'm going to give you something positive. This is Cindy McCain. This is a perfect example of what you're going to be hearing for a little while now because they, uh, the, the media and the cohorts, their cohorts, the gloves are off. You know, it's hitting the fan. Things are changing. We the people are coming and knocking and coming to rocking. So here is here's, here's pure evil, pure evil, this is the this is the bad side, because this is, this is, tell, she's telling us we suck. She's telling us we're full of it, we're suck, or we're nuts. So
5: let me ask you Thank just you. about you. this bizarre episode going on in your home state, six months after the election, Republicans yes. in Arizona doing something. It's just downright bizarre. They brought in a guy who's an election liar to lead an audit of ballots from Maricopa County, even though the election board there is led by Republicans. They're using ultraviolet light and other methods to examine ballots, looking for evidence of voter fraud. Obviously, the same lie that fueled the January 6th attack on the Capitol. What do you make of all this? Is the Arizona Republican Party undermining democracy?
3: Oh, listen, the whole thing is ludicrous. Quite frankly, it's ludicrous. Um, And this also comes from a state party in Arizona that refused to be audited themselves on votes that were cast within their own party communications. So, uh, you know, the election is over. Biden won. Uh, I know many of them don't like the outcome, but, you know, elections have consequences. And so I, I, you know, this does not surprise me. uh, You know, things are just aloof and crazy out there right now with regards to the election.
5: (laughs) Quite a contrast with uh, how your uh, late late husband lost the election in 2008 uh, when he, in his speech, told people to stand behind Barack Obama.
3: Yeah, her husband, the traitor. Okay, so I don't even know I don't even know where to be I, to begin to, to to point out all the lies. I think they're pretty obvious. So we're gonna wrap it up. All right. So I said that was something negative, but it was also to keep it in the back of your mind because you're gonna hear all kinds of stuff like that. But, but I'd rather have them. I'd rather have the people that pretend to be Republicans or your friends start saying that because I want to hear, hear the truth. We already have a long list of people that need to go, which is, like I said, most of the people. All righty, so we're going to do this this weekend. You're going, uh, you've got things to do. You're going to take the time to grow your business, enhance quality of life, make a difference, especially in your communities. We you need to renew our faith, restore our republic, rebuild our economy, reopen America 100%. Once you commit, everything changes. Remember to rip off those dirty masks. People, they don't work. They actually make you sick and are a symbol of control and tyranny, and we certainly don't need any more of that. Don't be a mask hole. Don't be a mask hole. You want to pull some science. It's on the website. Check out the take action tab, the COVID tab. You'll rip that sucker off. If you haven't already, don't be wearing it in the car by yourself. Don't do that. Oh my God. Don't even get me started on the vaccine. Don't get that. Don't get that. Oh my God. The, what, uh, the things in that vaccine are so bad. I can't believe it. I'm not going to go another tangent. It's going to get real quick. The things in that, that quote unquote vaccine, because it's not a real vaccine. They are so bad. that uh, people that are near people that have had the vaccine are having some sort of reactions. Like the doctor that I just saw on the video, Dr. Baker, I haven't done the homework yet to find out a little bit more details about him, but he, he, he was having people come in his office that had the, the quote unquote vaccine and it was affecting you know, like his staff where women were having abnormal menstrual periods and things like that, but it was all consistent because whatever is in that is it, it comes out of your body and it affects people that are around you. It's like you become nuclear, nuclear, not like, and that's bad, that's bad. Yeah, Like on a, I gave the deaths and there's tens of thousands. This could be a, over a hundred thousand in the bars. That's only 1% that's being reported. I'm not gonna repeat, you guys heard it. We'll save it for Monday. Just want you to put on your common sense caps, try to leave them on for the rest of the day. It'd be awesome if you slept in them. Wear them all weekend, wear them all weekend. Courage, conviction, and common sense are contagious. They are contagious. You know, that censorship cancel culture is just stupid. Keep in mind those who stand for nothing fall for everything. Those who stand for nothing fall for everything. We, the people are hungry for freedom and to save our country. And we're going to give you those take action items to do that. In addition to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life and make a difference. We are ready to fight for this country and our freedom. We don't have a lot of time. We need to join forces. And we're bringing all those groups, all those people together to give you the resources to make that happen and make it happen quick. This weekend is going to be full of work for me. And I'm just going to hit a home run for everybody uh, this weekend. And I'm going to bring all of this stuff in, even more into the website, more people more information. Um, yeah. So uh, I want to thank you. Thank special. Thank you to all of our partners of the everything home, socially conscious or network and marketplace. Their information and episodes are listed on our website, everything home resource Check out the partners and Patriots tab. Check out the take action tab, the COVID tab. And of course the episodes tab there's it's all connected. It's all connected people on my Fisher price website the place where you can ask kindergarten questions too. And I encourage everybody when we open up these phone lines, ask the guests. You might never get a chance to speak to these people. So take advantage of it. Take advantage of it. Oh, I would love you for you to tune in Monday at 12 p.m. Pacific time. Five guests, seven-minute segments filled with tons of tips and takeaways. Special guest at 1 p.m., Mr. Scott McKay, the Patriot Street Fighter. going to be a great show it's going to be a great show you can always rely on us to be your censorship free safe space sanctuary speak easy for patriots tell your friends share with your friends tell your family uh, share with your contacts let them know to listen to this show this show all any episode tell them to subscribe tell them to listen tell them to like tell them to follow on social media and um let them use it tell them about this is an incredible resource even if they don't listen to any of the shows, just look and say, hey, look at all these resources on here. Oh, my God, I don't have to look for anything. I don't have to Google it because I know that these people are trustworthy. That's the whole point. We're bringing together a community of like-minded people. Yes, you can have differences, differences but you're still on the same page. That means you have a common sense cap. Some, might Maybe it's, in the, it's on a chair you just haven't used in a while. We know you own one, right? You wouldn't be listening to the show if you didn't own one. You just need to put it on more often. That's okay. And then we want to be introduced to other like-minded people that have that have that common sense. And we know that it's there. And, uh, you know, that's what these professionals, everyone's trustworthy, everyone's on the same page, just want to bring the community together and get you the those resources to grow your business, enhance the quality of your life, make a difference in your community, make it easy, make it fun and take everybody's lives to the next level and make it better. All right, it's 257, I need to wrap this up. I need to wrap this up. So tune in Monday, Mountaintop- oh, mountain time. What am I saying? Mountain they can mountain. They can sing in a song. Like, you know, Bill out my, my buddy, the mountain man, our first guest. Um, tune in Monday. Have a great weekend. I, I don't know if you're awake. I don't know if you're asleep. I, I don't know if this was too much for everybody. But I hope you got something out of it, something, you enjoyed it. Check out the website. The event today, Truth Over Fear, COVID-19, and the Great Reset go to the virtual events page on the take action tab and sign up for the free event, get free tickets. You can watch anything uh, that's available today and tomorrow, no cost. Go get some content and share that with your friends and family too. I appreciate everybody who's listening, who sticks in there, who corresponds, who shares, who likes, who comments. Reach out as often as you want. Monday, Monday, Monday. So go take action on what we share. Make it a great weekend. Again, it's going to be tough for me. Happy Mother's Day to all those moms. Mine's not here anymore, so take the time this weekend. Make sure you call your mom, make sure you spend time with her, she you never know when they're not going to be around anymore. Love you, Mom. Miss you. And um, everybody have a great weekend. You know, as soon as I talk about that or anything like that, I start to cry. So anyway, um, go make it a great weekend, because you deserve it. You deserve it. I'll play a little. Play a little song. Play a little song. What do we need? Um, How about... Oh, man. I think it's ever going to get easier. Uh, Let's do this one.
4: If tomorrow all the things were gone, I'd work for all my life. And I had to start again. the men who died, who gave that right to me, and I gladly stand up next to you and it defend her still today, cause there ain't no doubt I love this land, God bless the U.S.
1: Doing good business and good things. Till next time, this is Everything Home, signing off. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?